So here's a little disclaimer before we get things started. 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 Before we get things started. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Well, um, we brings this bullshit to the podcast every single no, episode. I laughed for a totally different reason. Anyway. Um. Okay, everybody, everybody. Hi, <laughs> I'm Musa. I'm Josh. And welcome back to our podcast, child. Hello. If you are a new listener, hey, hey you know, bitch. tell your friends and family members about this podcast. But I want to warn you, we do indeed cuss. Just a little. Just a little bit. Um, so, back with another episode. Josh, how are you? <laughs> I was like, uh, I'm fine. Um, I am grand. Um, I'm great. I've been having a good couple of few couple what the fuck am i saying a good couple few days whatever a good couple of few <laughs> days <laughs> let me south. tell y'all something right now south that's how we talk which <laughs> <laughs> me too we don't talk like that Shut you know mind. we had a good couple of few couple of many <laughs> days but my uh mental health i mean it's still going down the drain but for some reason the lord saw fit to give me a, some 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 good days i was like yes lord I thank love you that. i love you know? that um so i'm here um, niggas still ain't shit except for one. Uh, oh. And uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm 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 good. How are you? You know, um, I'm good today. I told you about the meditation circle I went to <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> you know what? Be careful now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went to a meditation circle yesterday, and I told you that. I left feeling like I left something there, so I, which I think was a good thing because I've been carrying, I've been carrying quite a bit, you know. Yeah, the month is almost up. Thank you, sweet baby Jesus, laying in a manger, mm-hmm. um, in swaddling clothing. Uh, <laughs> but it's time to get paid. It's time to get these <laughs> ducats, is. these dollars, these doubloons, these coins, these sisters, these pickles, these tokens. It's time to get them all, and. Uh, I'm, I'm ready to receive. So, um, job that I work at, run it. So, <laughs> right. I'm, but I'm, I'm doing good. T- today is a good day. I, it's always a good day when I get to record with you. Um, I've been, I've been, but I've, been, I've been really feeling good today, and I'm, I'm working on, um, listening to my inner voice telling me to do certain things that keep me, um, keep me grounded, and give me peace, and. It's hard to listen to the inner voice when the ratchet in me is like, "No, fuck all this shit, piggy." Um, <laughs> but I'm, but I'm learning to listen to my inner voice, and it's going to, you know, I'm on a journey, and and I'm rediscovering my path, bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's and it's good. It's good, and I'm working on not getting so heated about things. You know, so, social media 
is a ghetto. It is a ghetto. Everybody has something to say about Sunday. And okay. <laughs> <laughs> everybody has something to say about Sunday, child. And and I always feel the need to respond. Mm. But I realize that I don't have to do that you anymore. So yes, y'all. So listen, before we get into the meat and the potatoes of that damn thing, um uh, don't forget to send your questions, comments, and concerns to childpodcast and at gmail.com. That's child with four eyes. eyes. And yes, send your money to <laughs> send your money, send your honey. Uh, <laughs> I I would also like to say that um Beyonce has a stronghold on me and um she has a stronghold on America. America has a problem. <laughs> at this point in time do, in my do, life. Do, do, do. <laughs> there is no other album I know, Lord. It's so sad. It's sad. I really want to listen to stuff. I want to listen to other things. I want to, but Charlie won't let. I you. was like, I said, well, I'm away. I'm away to uh to work this morning. I said, you know what? I'm going to listen to a podcast, something refreshing, mm, or yes. maybe an audible. You know, something something I can listen to that's different. And um, and so as I was reaching to turn my phone, when I turned the car on, my my um. My phone starts automatically. I turned it on and it said, please, motherfuckers ain't stopping Uh, me. I said, well, I guess that's what it is. It's going to have to be what it is. So, yeah, you know, I'm I'm anticipating what's next. So the VMAs are coming up and people are online speculating, you know, that that Beyonce might perform. But just like we said last year, (laughs) Beyonce is not not coming. When will you, they won't listen to us because they don't listen to our podcast and need to start yes, listening yeah. to our podcast. Um, you know, if she would, I don't think she would do it at, at, at the VMAs, but they did give her the Video Vanguard Award some years ago. I think they it's did. it's Nicki Minaj getting at this. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, okay. uh, yes. <laughs> so, uh, that's a whole other conversation I feel like we don't need to have uh, right now. Um, you know, I don't think any barbs even listen to us, but but that's another conversation we don't care leave missy alone bitch you wretches uh, <laughs> um one day this gonna bite us in the ass and somebody going but see we bought that action you know right, and I, I listen the i did say i was on a new path but that path can be put on pause Which you know what i'm saying like, you, you can fight on that and that's path. per so <laughs> there's a lot of fighting on that path there's a lot of people who need to get handled on that path but anyway right. you know what let's not belabor the moment let's hop into some pop shit pop shit Thank you. You know, you only (laughs) (laughs) you can leave now. That's all. Your only job was to do that pop. Yeah. So so okay. We we have compiled a an extensive list. This so this this entire episode is basically going to be a a pop shit um, uh, episode. You know, some still some things that I want to talk about, but um, we've compiled a list of some of the things that we have been thinking about over the past couple of weeks. So. Josh, I know you talked about about quiet quitting. So we so before we talk about that, you know, we we were talking about the great resignation um, and how uh, Beyonce was adding to that the great resignation because she put out um, "Break My Soul," basically saying, um, "I just fell in love. I just quit my job." Right. And so, pe- it, w- the crazy thing is that. Beyonce could sneeze and they would say, look at her spreading her germs around this entire globe. <laughs> and so hate her. I don't know they hate her. And so it's, it's crazy because 
there were so many think pieces that came out when Beyonce said, I just fell in love. I just quit my job. And and people were saying, reporting that, oh, people are quitting their jobs. You no, know, thanks to Beyonce and the great resignation, you know, Good people. <laughs> and so what is quiet quitting? Um, So it's a new term, but it's basically where you are no longer um, going above and beyond your normal, I mean, what you would normally supposed to be doing at work. So like doing extra work, staying extra long, you know, doing extra shit to make it, you know, your boss happy and shit. We ain't doing that shit no more. I, Cause apparently I've been quiet quitting for all my life <laughs> and I never do. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so apparently, you know, it's being led of course by the millennials cause we do everything. Everything. Right. Um, and followed by those Gen Z motherfuckers. Who's that? I don't know. <laughs> we love y'all. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot of people are doing it. You know, it's following the great, res- great resignation. I can talk sometimes. You can all the time. And, uh, um, but, you know, I guess because people are now going back to work. So, you know, but they are finding out that they need a balance between work and their personal lives. So they are saying, child, I ain't doing more than what the fuck I'm getting paid for. Child, like, you just you can't make me do it. That's right. You know, um, sometimes but sometimes I think that the bare minimum is is all you can do at that right. point in time. Um, and it's what you can't. So, gosh, I ooh, I want to get into this. So off a little deviating a little bit off that, but it's on that. So um, I was talking with some colleagues today. I should have talked to you about this offline because I don't want to say no names, but um, I recognize that even though like we're we're millennials and then um, the generation before us. I, so I guess this person, she's she's a generation older than me. Maybe maybe, maybe she's I mean, maybe she not. in between. Yeah. And, and so it's it's. I call them old school. <laughs> so old school is before us. So we were talking about um, mental health. This, this actually, this, this whole, the whole, the last two weeks have been about this. Um, so we were discussing mental health among colleagues. Um, we were talking about the black students at, at uh, my school. And the question came up by this woman who's old school. She said, you know, we talking about, you know, um, mental weaknesses and things, mental health. What about, you know, the mentally strong? What about the mentally strong? You know, why don't we ever celebrate them? You know, f- who, the ones who just suck it up and do it. And, and she got a few amens. What? Here's the thing though. It, it's to me, to me, to me, it's giving erasure to me. It's, it's saying that, you know what, we need to focus more on that. The, the problem is that the focus has always been on, always. on the ones who, who just suck it up and do it, but we don't address the reasons why certain people can't suck it up and do it. And that's, I was, I was in a, um, I was in a, and I've been, I've been at conferences for the past month. I feel like I was at a conference where uh, a young woman was talking about her um, imposter syndrome. And I haven't finished this article, but there's an article that I, that I am going to read and I, I'll find it later, but it talks about imposter syndrome in, in, in black women and why it's deeper than imposter syndrome. But for those of you who don't know what imposter syndrome is, it's this feeling of inadequacy when you are on the job or when you are, you know, um, at your school or, or, or wherever, mm-hmm. where you are doing a task or you're assigned to task and you don't feel that you're the right person for the job when in actuality you are. But sometimes it could be trauma. It could be a lot of things that, that cause you, you know, not to feel um 
you know, like you're worthy. It could be people that cause you not to feel like you're worthy. It could be past experiences. And so this young woman, she's, uh, she was half, um, um, Hispanic, half, uh, East Asian. And she was talking about her imposter syndrome and, and the things that she feels. And there was a gentleman at the table. He was, um, a member, uh, in the military. He's in the military. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. Um, and he was just saying, you know what? I understand all that, but sometimes you just got to suck it up and do it. And, and I, I sat there and I was, I was quiet and I, I was wrong for being quiet. I think there's a way that I could, um, could have, uh, redirected the conversation. Um, but in that moment I wasn't there for her, this young woman. And I've been dealing with that because, um, I did talk to her after and I, I pulled her to the side. I said, Hey, I just want you to know that your feelings are valid and everything that you feel right now, it's, it's, it's valid. And, and I, and I hear you and I want you to know that I hear you and I see you, but I didn't say it in that moment. And I didn't say it in that moment because I was fearful of how I would come across mm-hmm. because I'm, I'm, I'm the only black man in most of the circles that I'm in or most of the, pl- the spaces, the conferences, the, the events, you know, I'm usually the only black man there and I'm the black man in the administration. And this, this individual that was talking is a very, very powerful man on campus. And I struggle with the way I show up. But see, in the way that she was talking about her imposter syndrome, I was, I was actually living it because right. a lot of the times I feel like I, I shouldn't be the one in that room. I'm, I shouldn't speak up. And <clears throat> yeah, I think it's okay to talk about this. Even, even my mentors... Um, some of my professional mentors, they don't encourage me to, um, to be myself because at this university, people are so wrapped up in their degrees and wrapped up in what they have and how to, how you should address them. Now I'm not lying. People work for their degrees, but at the end of the day, you a human being just like I am. And I, I think that, that you can show someone respect without groveling, without cowering, without, without, you know, you know, kissing their butt. Yeah, definitely. And so, so I, I, I was wrong. I was wrong in not speaking up and saying, th- there was a way I could have said, I said, I, I hear what you're saying, sir, but hold on. You know, you know, I want you all to know that your experiences are valid and your experiences are unique and they're your own and you should be able to say them without someone saying, no, just suck it up and get it done. Because there is a time, don't, don't get me wrong, there is a time to suck it up and get, and get it done. But like, if someone is expressing that they're feeling some type of way, why not talk about it? Let's yeah, talk about it. Dismissive of it. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like in my silence, I also dismissed her, you know? And I think that I, I being a black man in predominantly white spaces, sometimes I do, um, I will like silence myself or I'm afraid to speak up because you know this person is this on campus or this person holds this job and i have to start saying fuck that you know i have to start saying like how i show up and i'm also tired of code switching i'm so tired of i do it all the time like I, i do it all the time and if i think that if i do it it needs to be something that i i want to do for me you know if i'm trying to get something you know across because sometimes you know when i talk how i how i usually talk you know around my friends you know we we have a different lingo that people just don't understand, but, but, I, <laughs> but I think that I need to always be I, not, I don't, I, not, I think 
I know that I need to always show up as myself. And if somebody don't like the way I talk, you know, it, 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 it doesn't mean that's not, that's their problem. It's not mine. So, um, I just, I'm sorry. I just, I thought about that. And that's, that's, that's kind of a, a offshoot, but I thought about how, you know, I want to, I want to show up in those spaces, you know? So, I mean, you went and approached the girl afterwards. You, yeah. you know, you did something about it instead of nothing at all because nobody else did anything. So. No, yeah, but I and I told her, I said, I, and I apologized to her. I said, I'm sorry. I said I should have said something in that moment. Um, I don't know why I didn't, but I I, I should have said something. And and the reason why I didn't say it because I was dealing with it myself. So, um, anyway, speaking of students, uh, you know that dude, <laughs> <laughs> students. Uh, I don't know her. So, um. Child, people's loans has been forgiven. Child, and folks are mad. And about folks it. are mad about it. Mad. <laughs> folks are mad, and I say they're M E D T mad. <laughs> they're mad and they're in debt. So, um, so Joe Biden uh, <laughs> um, has decided to forgive ten thousand dollars of your student uh, loan debt, but if you have received a Pell Grant, it's twenty thousand dollars, and so. Uh, my brothers and sistren and otherin, um, twenty. So, uh, the majority of people who receive Pell grants are black people. Are black. Yeah. So, um, I, you know, okay. Is it helping you? Is it gonna help you? Oh, it's it's gonna help. It's gonna help. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm I have to go fill out my, my my forms online. It's it's gonna. So at first, I'm not gonna lie. At first, I was like, I gotta, you know, kind of kind of like. Your, your friend Yeah we will talk about him In just a second Yeah yeah So at first I, At first But see the thing is When I think something When I think something That, that might be incorrect Or whatever I sit with it Because uh, cause, uh, Eli was like How do you feel about that He was excited I was like I don't feel no kind of way about <laughs> it I don't, I don't even give a shit About it You know And so um, He was trying to get me To see the good side of it You know Because there's more There's more to it Than just loan forgiveness There's a lot more to it Than just my $20,000 Um there is um, income-based repayment, which is what I'm going to have to do. Also, repayment doesn't start until January, I think. Okay. So, hallelujah uh, to that, because I ain't been paying anyway. I'm going to start paying again. <laughs> I was paying for a while, but then I just stopped because things got weird. I can't remember. Like To me, if, you, if I'm paying something consistently and you change up, things and you like you gotta sign this form to get back on I'm, i'll i'll stop because that's right. i get frustrated so <laughs> okay. it's like keep me on one plan take this much out of my check and, I, and don't don't ask me about it no more shut shut the hell up yeah. don't, don't don't tell me to sign no nothing motherfucking thing <laughs> so so anyway um yeah so people are mad and um i, I want to 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 talk about our, our social media engagement with people so like so you tell me what you've been doing <laughs> So there's this guy who was at one point we were talking about dating, but I'm so glad Jesus that I'm not that I did not go that route because he's always um, like came off as pompous. Because first of all, I have issues with him because not because he's mixed, but because <laughs> the way he presents himself because he is mixed because he comes off very elitist. Oh, he never really identifies with his black part of himself. He's black and like Japanese and some other oh. shit, right? Him? Is it him? I don't it know. Ain't him, is it? I don't know. I think I've showed you him him before. Like, no, 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 no. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no I have never date, almost dated him, child. Uh, hey, I, I don't hey. <laughs> Anyway, but so he had posted on Instagram something about, you know, 
he don't even want like the 10k the 10k is not even scratching the surface of the money that you know his student loans because he has like $150,000 in student loans and that's not even going to cover the taxes and you know he need they can give this money to the girls who went to technical schools cuz getting their little certificates and stuff like that i was like bitch I'm, let me go ahead and block you now because how dare you first of all cuz you you you're you're the meaning the people that are getting like those technical certificates and shit like that but bitch, ten thousand dollars is ten thousand dollars. You wouldn't, you you ain't finna pay that ten thousand dollars, bitch. Like, take the money and shut the fuck up. Sweet, kindly collect your coins and be quiet. Just shut the fuck um, up. That's money you ain't got. The, uh, okay, whatever. So, the, so on that topic, um, there, there was a, a um, there's a TikToker. His name is uh, Landon Romano. Landon Romano. Um, is a white man and who decided to um get on uh tiktok and um let me just look he, he got on tiktok and said said this um let me he didn't do shit he was supposed to do since he's been in office i'm sick of that old bitch he needs to take him and that lady Okay, so I have to, have, to, have, to, have to stop that. So Landon Romano is this famous uh, TikToker, if you will, who um, he, he's, he's, a, he's a white man and he is, has become famous by uh, doing a poor impersonation of black women. And you see that a lot. You know, um, I, I, I see a lot of, of white gay men who like to impersonate black women and call themselves things like Shanae and Shaquifa and stuff like that. Just, just, just dumb shit. And it's funny, but it's not, it's not funny. But the funny thing is that there are, there are black people who applaud that type of behavior. And so, 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 uh, Miss, Miss Landon Romano, um, decided to <laughs> hop on TikTok and, and, uh, criticize, you know, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, about the things that they have not done regarding um, uh, student loans. Now, let me let me be quite clear about where I stand with the president and the vice president. I don't see them. Child, they both can kick rocks. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know to. her. Uh, but 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 at the same time, I, I I recognize that there are things that that are happening that I'm not privy to, and there are things that are happening that I just don't know, and I'm ignorant about. But but what I will say is my, my main issue is not so much with the things that this white man, uh, Landon Romano, doesn't know, but the fact that he called her that lady. Um, it, it tends, it, it, it is and tends to be a trend um, among non-black people to, so I'm, I'm, I'm treading very lightly with this because I know that she's not just a black woman, but she, she is half black. But it tends to be a trend among non-black people to dismiss um, and uh, mislabel and diminish the accomplishments of women of color, specifically black women. And so he he decided to say all that with the black affects like we we get it. I understand. Like the thing is, and I think I struggle with is that um, he you might say, well, how, you're saying that black women talk like that? No, what I'm saying is he knows it's popular to make fun of black women using that voice and using their hands in a certain way and rolling their neck in a certain way, and they ride that train. 
they ride that train. And so there was another uh, social media personality by the name of Too Raw, Too Real, who read him to complete and utter filth and oblivion. There was no, there were no crumbs left. It was on TikTok initially, but his video was reported uh, for hate speech and he was taken, it was taken down. He, he, he said what needed to be said. Um, I, I don't, because I don't agree. I don't, I don't really get down with, with um, calling anybody um, by certain characteristics because of their race. I don't, I don't do that. So I'm not I'm not saying I agree with that. What I am saying is he was just basically telling the girl, um, hey, like, sis, that's not cute, you know, and be educated when you say something. But when I go into Landon Romano's comments, most of people saying yes and oh, my God, yes, are black women. Of course. And that's what that we we ain't got to touch on that. <laughs> um, but on to, <laughs> on to that, you told me a pretty interesting story about a, uh, a trans man who was. Um, Yes. Um, so there was this trans person in Australia who um, is suing her. Well, his I, I don't I don't know what they were born as. So I'm just going to say um, suing their therapist because of the fact that they are no longer they don't think they're trans anymore. So they're suing their therapist because their therapist is the one who gave them the go ahead to do it after one uh, session, you know. And I just think that's very weird. I mean, because I've also been watching this other person on YouTube who's also Mm detransitioning, and that brings up a whole other issue for me and what that looks like on the outside of things to people who don't understand trans people. But, pardon. But I just, I don't don't know. It's really weird to me. Like, first of all, because you you have been going through this, I'm guessing, the transition all your life, thinking that you're trans. Why are you, what is why, What is your issue with the therapist that signed off? You wanted their permission to do it. You had to have the permission to do it anyway because you have to have like some kind of therapy session before you go through transitioning. So what is your issue with the doctor when this was sorely your decision to do this? You know what? Um, obviously, these are very, um, you know, sensitive topics. But I think a lot of the times when people believe they've made a mistake they they shoot first ask questions later and and anyone in the vicinity can get it and it's unfortunate right it's unfortunate that 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 happened it's unfortunate that that this person feels that they need to sue this person now i don't know the the intricacies of their conversation but you know this is obviously therapy is important but you must also take and you must also take responsibility for yourself and your right. own actions and your own feelings and emotions. A a therapist is there to serve as a sounding board and give you advice. Yes. But the thing about that advice is that it's 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 up to you to determine if this is a good idea or not. I think that I don't I was going to call him. I call everybody Miss Mamas, so it's not. This is right. not. Gender it's not misgendering. Yeah, anybody can be Miss Mamas. Miss Mamas realized that she that that you know they had got, um, they had lost some coinage, and was trying to recover. And you were you and I were talking about how sometimes situations like this it causes more of um, it causes more discrimination um, among you know not among it causes more discrimination against trans people because. 
people say, oh, look at this person. This person detransitioned, so this must mean this 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 shit can't be real. Right. It can't be real, and that's the that's the hard part. But because people will base uh, will base some a situation like this. They'll, well, they'll 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 basically you know criminalize the entire group of of people or this idea or this this you know um, or who someone is because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say a way of life or a lifestyle because it's neither um, and say did see this person didn't decide to do it so that means it can't be real which is is stupid to me but understand that these situations are 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 they're they're single events they're events that happen in someone's life that is not how the whole trans community operates you know and it's 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 sad that 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 this person decided to go through that and this person is experiencing these things but you know the person that you should you shouldn't be suing the therapist right you need to you need to girl you need to child you need to do some 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 soul some, some soul search some inner work you know because no uh, no person should ever be no person that's trying to help you and trying to help you see clearly when you when you want something um no person should be held responsible when you realize you didn't want that thing right. you know what i'm saying like i'm it's that's such a tough subject it is um, it's it's the person who's transitioning's decision it's their job to persuade the therapist that this is what they need and th- what they're going through so this is your fault mm-hmm. you let that therapist on to believe that this was the right decision this is what you for wanted you. Mm-hmm. so it is your fault so yourself so out. i mean when i okay mm. i'm not Ooh, this is no so like my the way my mind is set up like I always find things to compare. So I'm not I am by no means I am by no means comparing gender to um to marriage, but I'm just going to say I'm comparing therapy. So let's say a couple goes to couples therapy. The uh in the in the therapist is giving them tools to you know, to stay together and to make their marriage work out. And the marriage doesn't work out and, you know, the one leaves the other and the, the other falls apart and is in a lot of debt. Can they then go back and sue that therapist? Like, right. you, well, sure, you can sue them. You, you can do any you can do anything. You, you can call anything. yourself tortilla if you want to. But <laughs> but 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 it's not going to stand. It's not it's not going to it's not. Yeah. I, so I think she can sue. They can. I don't know who it is. They can sue. And um, it's not going to hold up, you know, so. Shout out to them. Um, shout out to I hope that that whoever they are that they get the help that they need right. um, because Good luck, I imagine I imagine transitioning to be a very difficult thing. So detransitioning must be an equally different difficult thing, and living with those thoughts and those ideas and and living with the decision that you've made and some of the things some of the decisions that you made which are irreversible. Um, those are things that you have to wrestle with, and so. I mean, even though I think that suing the therapist is is wrong, I mean, shout out, girl, <laughs> shout out, child. Anyway, um, so on on the topic of therapy, we're flowing. Um, there is a, a TikTok therapist, a black woman, who um, has been fired from her job uh, because a lot of people on social media thought that she was berating black men. And um, she was speaking very aggressively uh, to black men. And um, wouldn't you know it, 
everyone rallied around these black men to comfort them and to console them because this black woman told them to go get therapy and <laughs> she was fired from her job. So she was fired from a job as a therapist, meaning the people that were going to her for therapy no longer have a therapist because black men and some black women were upset that she would dare speak to black men in this way. And I didn't watch the whole video. I watched about 30 seconds of it um, because I've been trying to, I've been really trying to limit what I put in my body yeah. because it'd be a lot. But when I saw that Dr. Tommy Curry was in, in them tweets, it told me everything that Who I needed to that? know. We, I talked about him in a, in a, in a, in a, like a few episodes ago, Doctor wow. Dr. Tommy Curry is was a sociology professor here, tenured sociology professor here. Oh, I remember. Yeah, that, yeah. Um, who, he he had to he had to cut the corner. Mm-hmm. He cut the corner. Yeah. Um, the the unique thing about this is that this woman has been fired because she berated black men. You know, she's she's speaking very. I guess harshly towards black men, but I just want to remind people that Kevin Samuels did indeed exist and that these, and that these, these, these male driven podcasts, not, I'm, we are males. Yes. But not like ours. These, these, I'm a King who looking, who needs a woman who ain't working. And I I told you, I hate that (laughs) word because Imhotep, he meant so much to the, to the culture, but, um, but, um, it's, it's just interesting to me because, you know, you can't take the heat, but you want to give it. You always want to dish it out. Women shouldn't be wearing this. Women shouldn't be. Women should be submissive. Women should do this. Or should, women should do that. But the minute a woman tells you, hey, like, go see a therapist, my dude. Like, go, like, like, get your life together. Like, like, like get yourself together. It's, it's, it's berating. And y'all want to get her fired. You want to get her fired. And... and I want to go so many places with this, but I'm 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 only being careful because I have a tendency of making different correlations. And sometimes if you know my if you know my heart, you know, I'm, my heart's in the right place. But I don't want to say anything that that will will, you know, will cause somebody to to want to come and, and say this or that to me. But my issue, my main issue is that men are allowed to to um chastise women and to talk to women any kind of way and people will say well you know he got a point he's right he's he's kind of right but let a woman you know show bravado or, or 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 show like you know like a little bit of 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 attitude or aggression and all of a sudden they're ber- they're berating berating black men this is uncalled for and got that woman fired got that woman fired it's trash. and it's so trash got her fired because at the end of the day, black men are the white people Whoop. of black people. Speak words. Speak and and, words. and that, was a, that was an article that I read in Various My Brothers, and I had a problem with it when I first read it because I wasn't open-minded. But it's crazy. They went and got this black woman. What about, what about we all we got? Right. What about, what, you know, what about, like, she, okay. So. Let me. I don't. I, I don't play devil's advocate, but let me just play. You know, I don't know. Satan sidekick. I don't know. <laughs> but um, okay. So let's say she she hurt a little feelings. Let's say she's 
just, you know, she was being a little rash, a little crass, maybe. So if what is is what she said that damaging to black men that you would take away her job and cause her to not have have money, you know, to, to feed herself or to keep a roof over her head. Is that where we are? Is that where, like, I, I don't think it was that bad. Like I said, the first, the first few sentences that came out of her mouth, I was like, oh, <laughs> sis is mad. Okay. Um, but but uh, they, say it's not, they say it's not nice to speak ill of the dead, um, but I'm, I'm going to be a little not nice right now. <laughs> okay. Um, so, but a man in a, in a, in a suit mm. um, with black rimmed glasses can sit and, and say, say things about a woman and all of a sudden it's true. Um, y'all have, y'all have been sucking on the teat of Kevin Samuels, even in his death. And so if she sat down and said it in an eloquent way, would it have made sense? Would it have, would it have not made you, it would have still, it would have still made some people mad because it's a black woman saying it. And at the end of the day, they responded the same way that some white people respond when they feel triggered or offended. And it's crazy because a lot of these men make fun of gay men and, and make fun of women for being so sensitive, but they themselves are exhibiting the highest of sensitivity. Like, like y'all are cotton swab soft. Like okay. a lot of these, a lot of these cishet straight men are so soft that you can't say anything to them. And quite frankly, it's, 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 it's I find it laughable because they can a straight man a straight black man can sit up and say call you all kinds of names and say that's just my opinion but the minute that you correct them and say you fucking out of order or y'all need to get y'all get some therapy get some help in your life <laughs> it's like cancel her right like like shut her down so i hope that you know i hope you know i ain't got no money right now but i hope somebody donating to that woman's you know cat send us some some money for a cash app you know go fund me whatever the hell um because she doesn't she shouldn't have been fired from her job like y'all y'all really took <laughs> i don't think she took food out your mouth by telling you to go go to a, a fucking therapist and what but, my thing about this whole thing is like since i don't believe what she said was that bad either i, mean, I didn't watch the video but just off context but I don't even see how that would get her fired. Like, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. So like, uh, there, 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 there's involved? probably something that is, is I'm missing, maybe. Right. Okay. And but but at the end of the at the end of the day, people complained enough to get her fired. Right. That's but I think like because if somebody was complaining, my like if you're gonna complain, let it be about my work mm-hmm. and what I'm doing or what I'm not doing, but not mm-hmm. because I'm telling people on the on the social media yeah. about my people and what they should be doing. That has nothing to do with what I'm doing with the people that I am, you know, mm-hmm. over as their therapist and shit like that. That has nothing to do with the job that I'm performing. Yeah. So why the fuck, I mean, whatever. These cool. So basically these folks, not only did they get her fired, but they basically said, fuck the lives of all of the rest of her co- of her clients. Right. <laughs> Cause she's responsible for these people in, in you know, in their mental health. Child, I'm tired of talking to but you. All right. All right. So, um, another sick, and so so sad news. So there was a rapper uh, named Swifty Blue. This is a rapper named Swifty Blue. Swifty, Swifty Blue. Blue is Hispanic, and he has recently uh, come under fire for basically saying that he doesn't want to work with 
quote unquote, no blacks. Um, and so Swifty is, again, is Hispanic. Uh, he, if I'm not mistaken, has done time. And also from my understanding, people in prison are segregated, you know, not, they, well, it, they're not, not, they're not segregated, but like they say seg- they self segregate, right. you know, the black states of themselves, the Hispanics or the quote unquote Brown states of themselves, which I, I have an issue with that. Um, <laughs> because yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and then the white states themselves typically are typically Aryan nation, mm-hmm. uh, type people. Um, and, and this, these are all generalizations, but this, but in prison, I mean, obviously I've watched way too many prison movies, but I think that, it's it's pretty accurate to no, say it is that accurate. They, I'm watching them people the like when the cops actually pretend to be uh inmates oh yes, and stuff like yes, that yes, they yes, have yes. they put themselves in those separate groups because they have to survive mm-hmm. so but yeah it's truth it's true yeah so swift i think his name is swifty blue swifty blue said that he wants to keep you know he said no offense to you know to no blacks but you know we want to keep our keep our, our our stuff to ourselves you know so i won't i don't want to stuff so, mm-hmm. so hip hop, hip hop was created by black people. Speak a word. And so what stuff? Okay. So what stuff? Like what stuff? It's not sure. It, it's it's crazy because he was like, you know, we gonna get our own bag, we gonna do our own thing, but you're doing your own thing based on the art form that was created by black people his whole his whole style is black like it's crazy like black influence is felt throughout i mean when i see like mm, i'm sorry to say it but like you see you see it it's it's evident even in hispanic people even in white people like it's very clear to see it. It's very clear to see our influence and what people wear, how they wear their clothes, how they talk. Yeah. They call each other nigga yeah. when when they're in the hood. Like like white people call each other nigga when they're in the hood. Latinos people call each other nigga when they're in the hood. Like black people influence their cultures. Black 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 culture informs what they wear, how they wear their, how they cut their hair. Right, what they listen. That, no, that's real truth. That's real truth, Ooh, though. Cause like, I see a, mm, I, <laughs> child, I don't know who the listens. The way y'all wear y'all hair now is not the way y'all listen, was wearing it. Okay, those tapered right. fades, those Caesars, child, all those things like that. Curly hair at the top. That came from us. That came from black people. That came from black people. Parts. That all that, the, the parts? Child. That, the designs that's all us i'm not now i'm not saying that you shouldn't do it i'm saying recognize where it came from right. and, don't, and don't ever fix your mouth to disrespect a black person when, when or, or say you're not going to do this with blacks when they're the man it's Child, they are the reason why you have a career you know sir they're <laughs> yeah i ain't gonna touch i don't know who listens to this podcast but just know it, I, I i i experience it all the time um there's a there is a thing that I've heard plenty of black people say that they have experienced racism from Hispanic people, um, from Asian people, mm-hmm. you know, um, yes, um, and that was a story I want to talk about, but I can't even remember it. But but it's so. So when this when this when Swifty Blue, whatever, when he said that, it just made me think. So where do you think rap music came from? So you're going to take this style and say that you don't want to work with no blacks. Well, then if you don't work with no, if you don't want to work with no blacks, he's because he said no blacks. 
if you want, if you don't want to work with no blacks, then don't then don't even don't even rap. Don't be doing black music. Don't do it. So, I, you know, I tell you this all the time. I always feel like somebody's gonna take our words and cut it, flip it, and reverse it. Shout out to Missy, right? Screw a barb, um, and um, and use it for 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 evil. But if anybody knows me, I always know there's always context, you know, in the content. So, um, yeah, fuck context. I said what I said. Stop rapping, Swifty Blue. And you know, and he, and the, that's the other thing. The boy not even good. He's not good. All right, moving uh, right along. Never know who he is besides the bullshit that he said. All right, Jonathan, Jonathan, Puffy, Puff Daddy, uh, Diddy, Love, Love. <laughs> <laughs> Combs, Junior Jackson, Senior, Jingleheimer Smith. Said that R and B is dead. Yes, nigga did. He said R and B is dead to the bed. I am mad about it because first of all, like all I listen to is R and B, and I can give you about fifteen people that I listen to on a daily basis that is making R and B thrive. Y'all just not looking for it. It's not that it's dead; it's that it's not being funded. There's that. So I mean, nigga, if with the if and coming from Puffy, who put out a whole bunch, you know, put. He gave a lot of these R&B artists a start. How are you going to say that R&B is that? No, he said it because he's coming out with an R&B album. He first is. of all, nigga, that we're not finna listen to. Because <laughs> who's singing? It can't be you. I, I don't think he's singing. I think he probably has some some artists he just discovered on his new label or whatever. Love or something like that. And they're going to do R&B songs. And <laughs> it's a whole thing. But um, so people have... <laughs> Okay, R and B is not dead. People just, I think that people like him, they create music, flash in the pan music. You know that people listen to. People are distracted. I think yeah, people are distracted. R and B is not dead. People are distracted by the Swifty Blues of the world and the and the Takashi Six Nines of the world and the Futures of the world. Like like R and B is not dead. It's just that that radio and music is heavily saturated by this bullshit. And right. I ain't calling Future bullshit. I'm just saying that like people who want to sound like it's like Future has spawned about thirty rappers that yes, sound yes. like him, and that's all you hear. That's all, and, and, and that, that, that music is being pumped through the, the sound waves, and that's all people are listening to, and that's what they're consuming, and they think that that's on brand. They think that that's, that's, that's the thing, and that, so, so R&B is not dead. It's that people are just distracted, and so he probably thinks he's going to wake people up, but, but it's not dead. He's not, because, I mean, what projects in the recent years have you brought out that we yeah. haven't really paid attention to? Because, child, where is Dirty Money? <laughs> Child, where's day twenty six? Child on day twenty seven. <laughs> <laughs> like, where are these people? Like, what are you doing with my good sis Faith? Mm-hmm. Oh, Faith. Yeah. Like, it's just, I, 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 I'm tired of him. Like, child, yeah. go fuck around with uh, Young Miami. Moving right along. <laughs> um, so, I, th- I think, I think Usher had a problem with that. I think Usher said that that R and B is he not did. dead. NCB said something, um, but go ahead. I think Jack. That, that I, no, never speak. I just my <laughs> we should probably say he who shall not be named. Sure. There is a young, uh, a young, I'll say s- s- vocalist. S- is um, that there's a young person who whose vocal cords rub together. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he's a vocal cordist. <laughs> yes. Vocal cordist. A, so shout out to this. No, uh, there's a vocal cordist named Jacques and, uh, Jacques, uh, um, you know what? In my life, 
Josh, I have tried my best never to say anything negative or hate on anybody, um, except for Waka Flocka. Um, (laughs) That's just an ongoing (laughs) joke that I don't know why. No one knows but me. Um, (sighs) But I will say with a relaxed heart. Mm, Relaxed. That um, I am not very fond of the sounds that come out of Jacques's voice, right. his mouth. I'm he, not. No one really is. And then he has the, the audacity to call himself the king of R&B. Girl, what album have you sold that people listen no, to? No, let me tell you. He, he, he is the king of R&B if R&B were in hell. <laughs> like, <Child. laughs> if, 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 if he sang, I think it was, was it a Deborah Cox song? He sang, how did you get here? He said, no, 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 no. He said, no. It was, it was, it was almost like the, the demons from hell were holding that note like, get down here. <laughs> and then he sing the uh, Star Singing Bounty somewhere and it sounded a whole fucking mess. And the land of the free. He, he. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, he sure did. What a what a great American tr- standard that was. Child, that, you can't sing without auto tune. I feel so bad for hating on that it's man. It's not even hating. It's just the fact that I have a problem with you calling yourself the king of R and B when you sound the way you sound. You sound never mind. I'm it's fun, it's funny because like there's potential there, but but somebody needs to take him under their wing. Maybe, maybe 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 um, somebody needs to do it. Child, I think. But he reminds me of those people like those. People back in high school who used to sing at lunch and they thought they was the shit, yes. and they really was not. Josh. And somebody hyped him up. I and know so many of them. Josh. Like you said that. Child, that's, that's a word. Is, it's so hell. Uh, mm. He's the king of ribs and brisket. <laughs> <laughs> child, that's it. I died. <laughs> I died. There is um, there's a guy that me and Abel called Dust Bucket. Oh, who used to go around singing uh at in 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 school and everybody was like oh he sounds so good and that voice from the from the the 10th grade has stayed with him he's 38 years old and he mm. still has that 10th grade voice and it, that voice is still there it's it's <laughs> in the 10th grade it's still there it's still there and i think he's still thinking in the 10th grade and people are telling him oh you sound so good but Nah. but you're right he, and it's funny because he homeboy even looks like those dudes in school Tell who me. used to always sing during lunch and yeah. everybody's like oh my god please sing uh some jagged edge right bitch <laughs> god damn yeah it's to see yeah oh my god jonas we don't want to see it um <laughs> so um usher speaking of usher um <laughs> who who i believe i what do you okay? I'm gonna ask you. What do you think about the title bestowed upon Usher as the king of R&B? Um, sure. Mm-hmm. Sure, I'll, I'll give it to him. I mean, I don't listen to all his albums, but he's very consistent. Yeah. Uh, he still sounds the same, or even better, from when he was when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he. he I, I would give that to him. Sure. I would give. I would give that to him. I. I'm like you. I didn't. I just. I like Usher. It wasn't my like so. I mean, my way. I played that album cover, you know, front to back. Like, but but as I got older, I, I didn't. After Confessions, I didn't really get into everything else. I think eighty seven oh one was cool. Getting to pop and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
that's, how, that's what I do. I pop my Percy. Percy. My Percy. Okay. Yeah, my Percy. Mm. Um, but uh, Usher was asked if he would do a versus, um, and he said he was cut from a different cloth. Now, this is where I have a problem, because what cloth is that? <laughs> I don't know what kind of cloth it is. It's the same cloth over the microphone that Jacques Cross be singing on. Um, but my thing is, there is people who I believe were greater than him vocally that have done these verses. Mm-hmm. And so, what cloth are you talking about? Talking about yeah, like you know, I think microfiber cloth. I think I know what he's saying, I but I think that it it's a slap in the face to some of the greats right. who have. I mean, fucking. Was it was it not Gladys Knight and Patti LaBelle? Right, that's what that's what, that what cloth my, are you cut from, that sir? That was my example. I'm, I'm like, like bitch, I'm, 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 I'm insane. That so, Patti La Fucking Bell, bitch, and Gladys Knight. Gladys, who been singing for 50, 50 60 years. Gladys Midnight Train, yeah. to Georgia. <laughs> like, how dare you, sir? You are I, like at first I was gonna say okay because it okay, but see I think okay. I think they're in auntie they're they're in auntie land so maybe they're they've gotten their flowers so maybe that's why they were doing the verses but I who else who else has has Jill Scott and Erica Badu bitch now you can't tell me. oh my, I'm about to so throw my up. thing is <laughs> I think what he might have been getting at now that I'm thinking about it is that versus was a whole different thing when it first came when out. when it first came out yes it was it has turned into something totally different now like it's <laughs> i mean yes the same format but it's more of like a competition but you know brandy and monica right. brandy like and monica bitch, oh, brandy brandy <laughs> <laughs> like how you cut from a different cloth but see you're right it's like when, let me tell you when 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 versus first started i was like Beyonce would never she girl would never i mean she probably still wouldn't but like but i mean but even even then it was almost like uh, hey, bring all your friends over. We gonna see who had more songs. Oh my right, God, this is low budget. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a whole competition, and it's you bring your niggas and you got dancers oh, shaking their ass, uh, eating watermelon, child watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> like it's something different. So I mean, I would get with him on that that it may be mm-hmm. different, but that doesn't mean it can it can't get back to the quality that it was when it first came out. Yeah. Like, but who would even go on the verses with him? That boy, I, I like so. Okay, CD? so so listen. I know it's about it's about your contemporaries, and I know that. But I think that in terms of hits, whew. I mean, I guess, but that's still that's two different generations. Who is but no? But who is Usher's peer? It's not the, the, it's not genuine because genuine was a little a little older than him. A little, I mean, but around the same. Yeah, but I don't think. Ooh, who is it? I don't think there's one, which is why he's the king. Um. You know, it's funny. Who is that nigga's contemporary? Child, I, <laughs> I mean, because I would say maybe not. Go ahead. Tank? See, okay. So, but even, it's crazy because even Tank. Oh, God. That, I mean, this but, gonna, but, I mean, if you're talking about as far as vocals, then yes, Tank. I mean, Tank would win anyway. Tank, tank, tank would He would murder. win. But um, as far as like hits and sound similarities and things of that nature, I don't think there is one. This man came. So you know what? Usher came out in 1993. So I guess genuine. Yeah, I guess it would be genuine. But nobody was really listening to his shit back then until like 97. But yeah, but yeah. So I guess it'd be genuine. But genuine don't have hit, all he, them hits like he that. Like he got some hits, you he know. Has but some. He got but like he three got a handful. Albums yeah. Um, shit. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Because now he's Squidward. <laughs> Or with, with, with Quagmire, there you go. Giggity, giggity. 
I think yeah, I think Usher stands alone. I think he does stand in a world because I mean, no one was doing what he was doing. Like not no, not they weren't. To his caliber, no, not at all. He was by himself. That's by why he was himself. a golden child in that in that era. So, I mean, boy, you better do a versus. Um, anyway, so uh, switching gears to something a little more serious. You know, I remember. I remember the day the the news story broke that Breonna Taylor was murdered and something smelled stank sure. about the whole situation. Sure did. But but what what really burns me up is that um people were saying uh you know she was in the wrong place, you know, at the wrong time. She, she was shouldn't in the have been bed, there. Child. She was with she was in the bed. It Where does not matter belongs. who she was with and those those pe- those police officers came in and shot and killed her and something seemed weird people were saying we need to wait till all the evidence comes out so but while we were waiting they were changing up their story so right. a former um Louisville detective pled guilty to covering up uh Brianna Taylor's uh the shooting and the, the reason why they went in there to to to, to um to shoot anyway to do the no knock warrant warrant. yes it's it scares me because i think that there's a lot of that going on and i hate i'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist i think there's a lot of that going on i've seen videos where people have planted drugs on people like yes i um i remember i was walking home and this guy was getting um arrested oh he was being questioned he was he wasn't doing anything he was being questioned he might have had something on him who knows i don't know he, he might have been doing something bad. I don't know the man, but he was a black man. And so I stopped and I waited. I stopped and I waited and I waited with my camera phone because I was prepared to record. And so it was a female police officer. She was white. She turned and she looked at me and she's like, can I help you? I said, no, you can't help me. I, I'm, I'm, I'm headed home. She goes, oh, well, you can head home. I said, I know I can. This is a sidewalk. I, I was I was yards away from them. Um, I said, I'm good. I'm going to stay right here. And the dude was like, hey, stay right there. Stay right there. Because they were, I could, t- the way they, it's, okay, I have this theory. And this is, comp- this may sound completely fucked up. But I have this theory that police officers sometimes, like, okay, I'll start for myself. I remember when I was pulled over some years ago um, because I was driving too slow. Uh, coming from uh, Pearland, and they pulled me over, and they were and this officer. He went to his car, and he stayed there for a while. And it's almost as if they're waiting for a reason. They're like, if I keep him there for a while, maybe he'll get fidgety. Now this is all just speculation, but it seems to me that you know they wait to see if my patience is gonna run thin, and I get out of the car, right. or I wave my hands, or I do something to, that makes me seem like I'm acting belligerent, and it gives them a reason. And I swear, I swear to you, I believe that to be absolutely true. And so they were, it's almost like, you know, if you poke, you poke at a, at a beehive or a wasp, a hornet's nest, at some point they gonna come out and start stinging your ass. Right. And so as they were waiting, they were kind of picking at him. They were asking him about his shirt. He's asking about his his jacket if it was really his. They're asking him a lot of fucking questions. And so he had a jacket on. They made him take his jacket off, and um, they were they were kind of searching him or whatever for, for no. Well, I'm not gonna say for no reason. They might have had their reason, but they were just kind of shuffling him around, and it just felt like 
at some point he's gonna snap and so i waited right there and i didn't record i just waited for a while and they kept looking over at me to mm -hmm. see if i was going to do something yeah. and i was just waiting because i was like if they put if they plant something on them i'm gonna know i'm gonna make sure that i'm ready and what what burned me up about that, I cried. I'll be so sensitive. I cried walking home because the rest of the way because they ended up they ended up arresting him, and they left his jacket um, at the bus stop, and I just thought that was I thought that was so foul for them yeah, to do. Um, I don't know what he did. I don't know what he did, but it it was almost as if they it was almost as if he agreed to go with them. Now these these jails and these prisons, these police officers they don't get paid if, if if they don't do something and so sometimes it feels like they look for things to, to do or they're gonna plant things on you to get to put your body in that cell Child, that and end of the month quota is real i think it's oh no i had a i had a student whose dad is a police officer and she said what you what you mean is very real yeah. and, and that's all i need to know but i have i'm very weary of police officers and so I think sometimes when when I when I when I pass by a police officer, I do I do shiver a little bit because I'm thinking they could they would do anything in there if they even if they smelled anything that was off, it would give them a reason to do something bad, you know. And so I I don't know I just I, shout out to the memory of Breonna Taylor. I I hope every single police officer that busted into that apartment gets exactly what they deserve and that is jail time i i want them to be under the jail and i'm not gonna wish death upon them because i don't wish death on nobody but cockroaches um but you cannot you cannot you can't do that to us anymore you can you got it like like they covered up that they covered up the fact the reason why they 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 serve that that no knock warrant and i'm glad i'm not i'm not glad she she pled guilty I'm, i hope that she gets I hope that all, all of them get what they deserve. But even if I do believe if she does, when you know she gets found guilty, that mm -hmm. I don't think she's only gonna get like five years. Or five something. years, and somebody's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and but what really pissed me off is that I saw something a couple of weeks ago on like Instagram was this black man giving us all these reasons why <sighs> Breonna Taylor, like what the police did, was correct. And he had all this so-called evidence. Like, nigga, no. Child. He's, he's these people's, they're his favorite. I mean, he's their favorite, you know. <sighs> uh, I don't. <sighs> it's sad. But I, I hope, I hope Miss Mama's, uh, that woman, whoever she is, the former detective, I hope she gets 437 years. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, I want to talk about, so the governor of the, great state of florida his name is ron DeSantis. Mm. um posted i mean he he recently um spoke about woke culture i hate the fact that the word woke has been co-opted has been stolen has been columbused by That's white it. People. That's the reason why I don't like it now. Is because the white people have taken in what they've done to it. It's it's disgusting. The first time I ever heard the word woke w in, used in a, in the context that I'm going to explain is when Erica Badu said, "I stay woke." Right. <laughs> and it it means that we it means to 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 stay to 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 stay alert to in the face be aware in the face of social of injustice and. Woke has been made. It's really synonymous with black to white people. 
Ron DeSantis said, we're going to, he said, Florida is where woke, woke culture goes, comes to die. And he said, woke this, woke that. He was, if, if you put black, if you substitute black with what he said, it's scary. The, even when, when, when I hear people say woke, you know, I hate when people are woke. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. How what? are you mad that people are aware about what the fuck is going on? In See, the and and they they they're they're trying to, they're they're trying to uh, use the term woke to describe people who don't love America, people who don't you know love that you know, love police officers. Like that's not what it means. And the fact that people could take something that was so beautiful and was so and something that we all understood and use it as their own, it just shows you just how live black people are because you want to take every single thing that we use and use it for yourselves yeah. and, and use it incorrectly. Incorrectly. Talking about woke everything else. <laughs> I hate there Mm, mm. No, because <laughs> listen, I know they listen to the podcast. So I ain't even gonna touch that. But no, 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 forget it. Okay. There's a there's a dude who who I, I I love. He's he he's sweet and he doesn't mean anything by it. But he'll say he'll say stay woke. Um, and I think he means well. He's he's white. He's gay. And I love him. He's 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 cool. But like when he says it, it, it just it's like I know you just being trendy or whatever, and you might be being trying to be a little funny, but that 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 it's means that's something different. It's not. A it's, not it's not. That's not. It's not what you think it is, baby boy. It's it's not that at all. Um, that's something else I want to talk about. Ooh, shoot! I'll be waiting for you to come because I'll be want to tell you about all <laughs> kinds of stuff. Because I because like I can't post stuff on Facebook like that because you know folks be like, oh my god, he's talking about me. But oh, okay, whatever. So yeah, like. Please, please quit with the oh my god woke culture. Like, quit, please quit with that. Like, that's so tired through and delayed. And y'all take, and when I say y'all, because we do have white listeners. So when I say y'all, I mean the a lot of these political talking heads, a lot of these Republican, you know, right wing conservative people who who have weaponized the word woke, you know, and don't even know what it means, but they've create they they think they've created something. They've created, they have remixed a word that we have always used to be be aware of what's going on around you and they've taken it 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 that shit drives me insane man it's like we can't have nothing you can't say things to i mean any other word is now nah, whatever mm-hmm. I'm a, um speaking of remix and and uh a flipping that thing <laughs> yes yes i should have i should have saved this for my child, please. So you got five of them. <laughs> I do. Maybe I will save it for my child, please. And just I'll let that be my child, please. I'm going to save that. One, so take mine. I'm going to save that. Um. So. Oh, no, I do have a child, please. And it's going to okay, be a little, okay. little petty and a little messy, but I'm so sorry. Okay. So one of the things I want to talk about um, is the... Um, the harassment and the harm caused to little boys who grew up effeminate. And this means, this means a lot to me. This, um, I grew, I grew up, I grew up kind of, kind of effeminate, you know, um, yes, my, you know, I, I, I used to be corrected by the way I held my hands. Yes. Um, 
I used to be corrected when I cried because little boys don't cry. Little boys don't do that. Um, I used to get corrected when I said that hurt my feelings because you don't you too you too young to have feelings. Right. Um, but I also grew up hearing words like, you know, or, or phrases like, you know, he a little sweet, he got a little sugar in his tank, you know, he a little he a little soft, you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't I didn't understand what those things were, but they were always attributed to me. And I've just been thinking about you know, being young and how I needed to be protected. And um, I love my parents, but they they didn't protect me. And I've been I've been dealing with this my whole life because like I've been I've been I've been there's been this this um I was going to say itch, but it ain't monkeypox. I was going <laughs> to say um, there's this feeling that I've been feeling for years. And there's this thing I've been wanting to talk about. And I haven't been able to scratch it. But now I can scratch it. Um, I think that my parents, my parents did love me. And they do love me. But they wanted me to be strong in a way that I couldn't be. And they wanted me to um grow up in a way that i knew that i wouldn't that they they didn't they they probably thought that what they were doing in correcting my my manners my mannerisms um the way i spoke the way i walked they probably thought they were preparing me to be you know to go out into the world and and to be strong um but i I have been hiding who I am for 37 years. And when you hide who you are, when you hide who you are as a person, um, it can be very, very, very damaging. And, you know, my mom, my mom didn't like me playing the piano because that was, you know, for little, little, little girls. But she also wouldn't let me, she wouldn't let me come in the kitchen with her and cook. Because that's not what little boys do. But she also wouldn't let me go and play sports with my father. And. Interesting. So. So I. I mean I ended up playing sports on my own. You know. But. um, He told me this. He told me. That. He probably shouldn't have said this. But he said. You know. You know. Your mama is the reason why you're this way. I was 12 or 13. I didn't know what this way was. And I'm, th- I'm as an adult, I'm remembering these things. And like I said, I love my parents, and I don't ever want, I don't ever want my parents to listen to our podcast. Well, they never listen to it, but like I don't ever want them to listen to our podcast. And be like he, I can't believe he said that, but I, everything I'm saying is true. Um, I suffered so much as a little boy, and I think about myself as a kid, and I get sad because. I was so nice. Like <laughs> I was such a sweet kid. I I I was creative. I was adventurous. And bitch, I could do a troll doll's hair like you would not believe, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom had to correct certain behaviors. She took away my troll dolls because when I tell you those those hair those tr- dolls had French twists, <laughs> had Her waterfalls. 
had braids. Yes. Um, I would cut their hairs into like asymmetrical bobs. Okay. So I maybe you missed your calling. Yeah, I think I did. I think a shout out to Abel, New Nubian. Um, yes. um but I I I mourn that little boy because that little boy never got an opportunity um to to thrive and be his best self because he was told little boys don't do that. And what made me think about this was um so I had a I had a family member recently pass away and I didn't hear about his funeral until it was I mean I didn't hear the I didn't know he had died. Um I got the text message from my father and he's saying, you know, I I'm I'm sure you heard that 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 he died and I was like, Nobody told me anything. And and I was just thinking about you know, my family coming together and because I've decided to live my truth, um, I'm no longer a part of the family. And I think that my cousins, you know, they, they sent me some, my cousin sent me some really nice text messages uh, last week. Uh, my, my uncle's granddaughter sent me some really nice text messages just saying, we love you. You know, I've been thinking about you. I miss you. One, one, one of my cousins even apologized for being, for being a bad cousin. And I was like, you want no bad cousin. This is, now I'm talking about my, my, Mama let sister's uh, grand her, her grandchildren. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about them because I can tell you another story. But 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 like the, these these so my my female cousins, they just accepted me. You know, like I'm sure they probably had their little kikis here and there because girls do, but they never asked me why I didn't want to play with the boys. I never played with the boys growing up. You know, when I would, I remember every Sunday after church. I'll walk down to uh, Aunt Pinky Mae's house, and there was a truck, a, a broke-down truck that all the men used to kind of hang out around. And walking walking past that truck to walk into the house and play with the girls meant I had to walk past these grown men and these boys. Right. And every time I walked past them, every now and then I could hear something, but I know they probably said, Oh, is you know he gonna be gay? You know he gonna be funny? You know now I can't I can't you know confirm or deny. I don't know if they were saying they, what they were saying exactly, but I could hear the whispers. Right. And I did that every Sunday, and and I I'm proud of myself for I'm proud of myself for walking, taking that walk every Sunday because. I was going where my cousins loved me and even though I knew they were talking about me, I still came every Sunday to play with my cousins. And I don't think that people understand that their words are embedded in the minds of young people. And those, those words stay with us even after we're grown. Cause I'm gonna tell you something right now. Like those men couldn't say shit to me now, but but I, I still see them, and every now and then I'll get that little feeling, and then I say, "You a grown fucking man. You pay your own goddamn bills. Don't give a fuck about what these men say about you." But I remember me as a kid, and I remember the horrible things that people that my that my blood relatives used to say to me, and I just think like, man, I, I don't know how. I don't know how I made it out. I don't know how mentally how I survived the shit that I used to hear about from people. I mean, people like my cousin used to call me a girl. These are people that 
close to me. And it's no doubt it's it's behavior that they learn from their parents, you know, no doubt. Yeah. Because because their parents just say stuff like that, you know. I can only imagine the stuff that my cousin's parents would say about me when they got home. And so but on this on this path, on this new path, like I'm learning more and more and more that the shit they said about me is not my fucking business. And I have to tell myself that all the time. You know, I didn't go to my uncle's funeral and I wanted to be there. Um, but I was talking to a friend and I was telling her, I was like, I, I don't, I'm scared to go because everybody knows I'm married. Everybody knows that I'm gay. And she said, it takes courage. It takes courage to be in that space. She said, I'm not going to call you a coward or anything like that for not going, but it does take courage to go and be in those spaces. And sometimes you will have to be in those spaces. Um, don't feel bad if you don't go, but just know that if you go, at least you'll know what, what the temperature is. And <laughs> I, 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 I just, I think sometimes I get afraid because I don't want someone to ever like tell me that I don't belong there, you know, but in, in some ways you don't have to tell me. I sometimes I, I'm not I'm not saying that I didn't belong at that funeral because I do believe that I could I could have gone and and been and I would have been received with open arms because it wasn't about me that feels it that funeral wasn't about me it was about somebody else but I, I was still scared you know to go at first but I just I, I wish that people would watch how they talk about little black boys because little black little black boys need to be nurtured and need to be cared for need to be covered if you believe in prayer they need to be prayed for i was always going to be this me i was always going to be me and there is no amount of correcting or spankings or getting whooped because you know your hand is you, 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 your wrist, wrist is left. child the the trauma <laughs> the trauma that i endured just because i i was being me i was I wasn't being anyone else. And so I know there are so many little boys who my our age who had to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know I was I didn't know I was swishing. <laughs> now let's be clear, I wasn't like, you know, hey everybody, everybody oh my girl, you know. But but there was something about me that was like people call it soft, but I just think that I was just I was operating differently, you know. Like I, I saw the beauty of 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 sitting with my cousins and and, and playing, you know, we didn't play with Barbie dolls all the time, but like, I just, I just, I just sat with them, you know, and it was just nicer. It was nicer than being outside and, you know, playing football. Like it, it didn't, it, it didn't make me less of, of well, less of a man, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I've been thinking about that. I've been thinking about who I am and who I'm becoming and, but I'm also remembering some of the painful. Have you ever experienced like you know, being called soft or being called a sissy? Oh yes, child. Um, all well, not to my face because right. So the thing is, for the most part, my family, the women in my family, have always been supportive of me. Like my mama has never, she's asked me, like, was I gay? Like as a young kid, mm-hmm. uh. My aunt Keisha, she's never said anything to me. I mean, because child, she knew. Uh, my grandma, she would be the one to ask me. Well, she's like, you know, stop 
holding your hand up like that. Put oh, your yeah. wrist down, yeah. you know. But you know, I love my grandma, so I don't think she meant anything by it. But like, even she would ask me what I gave as a kid too. But the things that I used to hear as I got older is was the questions always coming like from my uncles, mm. of course. And as I said, uh, like on our one old episode when we was talking about you know, you know, being gay as a kid or whatever like that, is that these men always have so much to say but they never take the time out mm-hmm. to like well let me spend time with this boy you know to you know show him quote unquote how a man's supposed to be or you know just to spend time with him just to show him you know because i didn't have a, a, a good father figure in my life mm-hmm. so you know they never took the time out and say you know well let me bring him along with me for like a week or something like that and just hang out with him take him to a football game and even when i was playing football games these niggas never came to support so it's like y'all have so much to say but y'all have no input in my life y'all mm-hmm. not pouring into my life but talking so much shit about me that's real man that's so real you know what i my you know both of our fathers are alive and well you know um and i'm seeing him uh i'll tell you about that okay off. we'll talk about that off the off the line yeah but uh <laughs> you know um i i want to be sensitive because i know my i know my I know my sister and my brother-in-law listen to this podcast and I don't ever want to say anything that would be disparaging, but you know, um, I was always going to be gay. Like, I don't care how many footballs you threw at me, Child, but my dad, prayer, mm-hmm. and y'all gonna get mad, but that's fine. My dad gave up and I can't believe I'm saying that, but he, Yeah, he told me when I was. I told. I said this earlier. He told me when I was thirteen. You know, I. You know, I blame. I blame your mama for being. You know, for not letting me take you places, not letting me take you out. She. She didn't want you to go places with me, and. I don't like that he said that to me because. He can't. He can't take those words back. Mm -hmm. But, it's almost as if he was blaming my mother for me, you know, being what he perceived to be gay or soft or or whatever have you, and. I, it, it made me resent her, you know, as a young boy, I resented her. I resented her for whatever this magic was I would have had with my father. And let me tell you, I do have a daddy complex because I can't watch, when I watch shows where somebody leap, leap into their dad's arms and say, daddy, it takes me out because I have never felt that I've never had that moment with my family. I've never had that moment with my mama. My mama still give me side hugs, you know, when she hugged me. You know, she's, I didn't have that. I know the love was there because they sacrificed a lot for me to have. I I ain't going to ever say Elaine and Pop didn't do, they didn't do the damn thing to make sure that we had. And maybe that's love in that way, but I didn't have that affection. And I needed that I, because, child, when I tell you that I have a hard time showing it now, like, baby, please. Like, when I come in the house, Eli, I'd be, be like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. How you doing? I'd be trying to move. I'd be trying to move quickly. <laughs> but, like, I say all this to say that the things that we experienced and the things that we learned in our childhood, the behaviors that we saw, it sometimes sometimes we pattern it as, as adults. Yeah, yeah, because I'll tell you right now, I am a... I think I'm a nice person, but there's levels to it. Like, like, (laughs) it's, I just, I don't come with the warm and fuzzy hugs. 
I don't, I don't, I, that's not, that's not me. You know, it's this, I feel like Shekinah, that's not me. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't know nothing about that lifestyle. That's not me. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. But, but, um, I wish that I, I, I'm trying hard to open, but like, I feel like, I feel, I want to be guarded. I feel like hugging someone is, is opening me up and I, I don't like, I don't like how that feels. But I, if my mom hugs me more, if my dad, me and my dad are hugging, all right, you know, pop, it's a pat pat, <laughs> like you know, so, yeah, I, I, I wish, I wish that he hugged me one time. He hugged me one time. I was, uh, I might have been like 10 or 11. We went to the beach. Um, my dad was, he was going through a lot. And I don't let these feelings like like now I don't let these feelings cause bring me to tears because they can. But but I'm I protect even those tears. My dad brought me to the beach. It was me, him, my brother, Robert, my cousin, T. And I think that was it. And we were having a good time. And I don't know what happened, but he stopped everything and he grabbed us all and he hugged us and he hugged us for a long time and he cried and I don't know why he did it and I remember my cousin kind of making fun of it for a little bit um, because it was strange my, my dad didn't hug us like that ever so it was out of the blue that he hugged us and I'll never forget that because I was embarrassed but I was embarrassed because I didn't know why he was doing it, but it was like, it was, you know, it was people at the beach. And then my cousin who, I mean, he was like a brother to me, but he wasn't my brother, you know, my blood brother. So I was like, why are you doing this in front of, in front of T? Like, you know, calm down. <laughs> you know, that hug meant something. And, and to this day, I don't know what it meant. But I used like, man, this is not a podcast episode about my father because that, that will take, that takes some, that's going to take some therapy. Um, because I show enough, I show enough. Got to go to to Miss Miss Sandra about that. Because, but if my dad would have hugged me like that more, I think that I'd be open to to hug and to give that. You know, so I'm working on that right now. I, I do I do hugs. I give I give I give okay hugs. But I I'm working on the love that I needed from them. It's being I think I think it comes from God, and I think God is fueling me and allowing me to hug other people and to give that to other people because there's still, I was, there's still a part of me that's been, that's not been unlocked yet. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. And some days I, some days I take three steps forward. Some days I take 47 steps back, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm, I'm getting there. And, and I want to be there because I don't want to, I want to show that love to a child that I might, if I ever have a child, if I ever adopt a child, let's keep it very clear. And <laughs> cause you know, anyway, um, but yeah, so I just, I, I guess I just want to take a moment to just appreciate, um, who we are in spite of, you know, some of the salt, you know, like, you know, the, they said we had sugar in our tank, you know, like I, I, I really I'm looking forward to like making merchandise and stuff because there definitely needs to be a sugar in, a, in my tank or like a, a tank of gas with some sugar in it or something yes. like that. There needs to be that because we need to start taking back the shit that people, the negative shit people have said about us throughout our childhood and even into adulthood and being like, bitch, yes, 
Home Essential. Bitch, what you gonna do? What you what? Like, what are you going to do about it? You gonna do me some? Like, 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 like I, I, I just I think that there's just there's there's so much more life to live, knowing that you know, um, I have a purpose. Like, living with a purpose is so much more important. Then you know my my childhood wasn't bad. It wasn't like marred with like oh my god, there goes the queer. Let's <laughs> let's beat him to to a pulp. You know like like let's be clear. Like I I, I may I've gotten hit once. You know um, lucky you. Yeah, I mean like I child was it was Caesar. It was Caesar in Bay City, Texas. I was about five years old. Child, I think they say Caesar in jail now, but I I ain't never forgot what that man that boy did to me. Like, but. I'm just, I'm just, we, we, I'm just getting back. I'm, I'm not getting back. I'm moving into something that is so much bigger and so much, so much more than, than who I have been. And so, I like that person. Hello, you know, <laughs> Musa two point Um, but yeah. So, shout out to the little boys of sugar in their tank, child. Uh, <laughs> Making some Kool Aid. I, I, hey, come on now. Yes, yes. Like you know, I, I. These days, these you know, little boys are, are are a lot bolder, and you know, there's. I hope it's okay that I talk. There's a little boy, uh, my my play god sister, uh, her nephew. He just graduated from high school. Child, he graduated from high school with a full beat and lashes. Had a nice taper fade, but like was letting you know yeah. this is me. And and I have never had that courage. And I'm sure people probably be like, child, look at him, mama, because you know how country folks are, but. You're not gonna say nothing to him at all, or his like, mama. And his mama, his mama loves him. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm I'm sure it was an adjustment for her. I'm sure it was hard of for course. her. Of course, when society makes you, mm-hmm. you know, feel certain ways, whatever. But that's her son. That's her son. And I wish, I wish that, <laughs> I wish that. Well, you know what? One day, one day, my mama is gonna say, "That's my son. That's my son." And and. It might not. It might not be next month. It might not be next year. But she's gonna say it, and 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 when she says it, we gonna hug the way we supposed to hug. And so, until that day, child. Um, before we move into our child, please. Do you have anything else? Um, no, I mean, I do have our listener letters. But we can oh yeah, it. we gotta do those. We do. Uh, do you do which one we do first? Let's do our listener letters. Oh, Jesus. Uh, we got to call them something else, child. The, the <laughs> letters did. from people who listen. <laughs> <laughs> the child readers. <laughs> uh, hold on. Let me pull this up in my Gmail. Um, okay. So I should have probably read over these <laughs> before reading them. Uh, but this first one is from My Gay Mama. Yes. <laughs> Christy, I love her now. Uh, we met in church first of all, and she she knew me, like because anyway, of course it was folk in the choir. I ain't finna out nobody, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but like we had started h- hanging out and stuff. This is a little backstory, mm-hmm. and then we was we had found out that she was gay, and then she's like, yeah. She's like, you know, because family always know family. I was like, <laughs> 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 it's like, it's like She's and do <laughs> she's been my mama ever since <laughs> anyway so she says hey fellas this is christy yes your mama my joshua <laughs> let me see say how much i truly enjoy the podcast y'all are both so beautiful and insightful and a few dashes of throat off <laughs> 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 nonetheless i've been enjoying every episode and getting my keys in 
she says, can you guys touch on the idealization of how others seem to be very bothered by us wearing blonde hair, although there's a whole country full of blonde, candy-coated blackberries who have not mixed with any European culture on top of those born naturally blonde. Child, listen. I'm sick of niggas. (laughs) (laughs) She said, I'm sick of niggas. Y'all, and I mean that. She Mm. said, LOL, also, why don't you fabulously talented creatives create a couple of dope 20-second giggles for the child please and ooh child segments so the earthlings know where y'all about to go? Just an idea. Anywho, anywho, keep glowing in this beautiful journey called life and make every day greater than the day before. I love you both for life. I love her, Josh. I love <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait. Why y'all let me meet these people? Because <laughs> you don't come to Austin. So you well, because hey, you don't go to your church. I'm, How about that? My, it's my church. It's not your church. Um, <laughs> wow. I don't go to the other. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no more. Oh, <laughs> uh, but no, I love Christy. I love her now. She so she is the Faith Evans in my life. When she's so we, she's <sighs> the other Faith Evans fan. And she sings like her. You have been keeping her from me. Child, and I love her dad. And I don't appreciate it. <laughs> so she touched on something. So first of all, yes. So Africa, and I have so much more to learn about Africa, but Africa as a continent, let me say that as a continent, people, Raven Simone, um, <laughs> Africa as a continent is, <laughs> and is filled with an abundance of, not just natural resources and things and and diamonds and gold and 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 i and all kinds of stuff the people in, in of africa have the black woman she has the eve gene has like has birthed people of all shades all eye colors all all yeah, hair God. colors and textures you go to you might you might go to 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 the 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 Ivory Coast or the West Coast and you'll see people that are that are that are all shades you know you know wide noses thin nose narrow noses hair this that and the other all textures you know uh, coarse curly kinky straight whatever have you and then you might go over to eat to East Africa and you might see people that have you know these features that have you know naturally curly hair you might go to another part of Africa and see people that 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 are that have Africans that have blonde that have blonde hair red hair blue eyes it's all in us but what I what 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 drives me crazy is that men men will say you know uh, or not even men but just just niggas will say oh man you know if everybody want to be white everybody want to look white like the last last time I checked so now there is there's this there's this correlation to you know blonde hair blue eyes belongs to white people but we are we have we give away so much of our beauty by saying that that this belongs to that person. When there are there's so many people, there's so many pictures, there's so many examples of of African people that have these features. Right. It's but then again, we got to think about it. Like that self hate runs so people people say that self hatred is people wearing blonde hair and blue eyes. That's not that's not self hatred to me. Self hatred is saying that black people should only look one way. That's what self hatred is to me. So I, I'm with you. Like that shit blows my mind. I, I, I look at someone like you know, the late Etta James. Like Etta James used to wear her hair blonde, and you wouldn't finna mistake Etta James for no white woman. <laughs> like it, it wasn't gonna happen. I mean, hell, I, there's some there. I don't look at 
you know, hold on. Let me let's take this and and, and spin it for a second. <sighs> so many people love and praise the late Michael Jackson, but say that people like you know I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna say her name because you know, Lord knows, but they say that other artists like black artists who wear their hair you know blonde and wear you know contacts are trying to 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 emulate emulate white women. Shout out to Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was like a white woman when he was like wow. I mean, I mean, yes. Like the the lips, pink, he, right? Narrow nose. Like we we don't like we. I, I'm gonna say we never talk about it, but like people who love Michael Jackson and and get mad when he's compared to other artists, they they forget that 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 there's some. It's funny we talk about Lil Kim and her self hatred, but we never talk about Michael Jackson and his self hatred. We never talk. If if we talk about Michael Jackson, we talk about him in a loving way. Like, oh, this is how he used. Oh, if only he knew that he was beautiful. We do talk about Lil Kim like that, but when we talk about when we make look at Lil Kim. Niggas who love Michael Jackson look at Lil Kim and be like, oh man, she fucked herself up. But but Mike did it first. Let's be very clear. He like did. like and it goes and beyond his vitiligo. I un- yeah, that's what you see. This we don't save language. Wavelength. I know it started. I know he had vitiligo. I know that he had that. You know when he had his that um, chemical burns from you the know Pepsi the Pepsi commercial. commercial. Uh-huh. I know those things happened, and I understand because. But but also. If you can understand where Michael Jackson was coming from, you have to also understand where where, pe- where Lil Kim's pain comes from. Lil Kim's pain comes from men who who abused her, men who told her that she was ugly and black, and and she wanted to do something about it. And then it became a psychological thing. And so for us to sit up here and say that blonde hair belongs to white people and it's it's self hatred is is not only it's not only ignorant, but it's just it's short sighted. You know so. I it's 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 so interesting to me that um that this is a, a topic because it's it's interesting I, I I say interesting more than twice in the sentence um but I think about men who make songs about dating someone who's exotic or foreign as they call them sure. they they want these things because they think these things are desirable um you know long luscious hair you know, but then when a when a black woman you know wears her hair long or wears hair weave, and it's a problem. It's like you can't police <laughs> you can't police a black woman's body like that. But yeah, I, I I'm sorry, I'm all over the place, but I I do feel you on that. Like I do feel you that 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 this idea, and I I, I used to believe that when I was younger too. I used to I used to believe that I'm like man, why she, why she wearing blonde hair and blue eyes? I mean hell, look at uh school days. You know, school days was talking about that. Yeah. I think that people. I think that people have got it got it mixed up. Like, yes, yes, there are some black people who hate themselves so much that they want to distance themselves from everything that is quote unquote black. Um, I think that sometimes I even get ashamed when I see like a little black boy with blue eyes. I'm like, oh, he has pretty eyes, yeah. and and they think it's attributed to it's it's not attributed to whiteness. We make that correlation but but that's not that just because he has blue eyes and i say they're pretty that doesn't mean that oh he, he has pretty eyes because that blue reminds you of white people no, yeah, no they're striking it's 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 pretty like it's you can love different shades of hair you can love different different eye colors and 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 understand that it didn't come from white people but we attribute all these things to white people because we that's what we see we 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 have been fed it's oh my god i, I don't want to go too far because i but you know so what what people what what a lot of 
a lot of Afrocentric people believe that we're fed this idea that white is right. And so what we see on social media, blonde hair, blue eyes, let me go out and get that. And that's what we believe. But I truly believe that we're it's a it's a it's a miscorrelation. I think that it's okay to believe that blue eyes are pretty, you know, but you don't have to correlate it to whiteness. Like it doesn't have to be correlated to whiteness. There are people in Africa that have blue eyes. Some people just have green eyes. Like it's now it, it don't mean that my dark ass brown eyes are ugly. Like I think I think I got some pretty ass eyes, but <laughs> but um, it, but it's so you know in the same way that you love a like a, a, a sapphire stone or you know um, a quartz stone or something that a smoky quartz stone. These these like. I, that's what I think of when I see people's eyes and look a certain color. I think of stones, things that come from nature, not because they come from white people. Like yeah, no. I'm not saying that there aren't people. There are, there are some people who you know want their skin to be lighter because they want to appear white. But that's not everybody's story. But we clump everybody who likes hell. You know, Faith. She doing more dark stuff now. But Faith was rocking blue, was rocking blonde, blonde hair for, for that was just her time. thing. Right. It um it didn't mean she was trying to look like a white person. You know, like that. I mean, it complimented her skin tone. But even if she was, we have to pick to talk about the reason why she was that. Why? There's First that. of all, it, you know, we have so many people talking about we can't wear our dreads in the workplace. We can't wear. Boy, our you certain, better I throw this chair. <laughs> certain hairstyles or wear certain things because it doesn't look, you know, presentable to the public. Like white people have made us to think that we are not, you know. We can't be ourselves. We can't mm-hmm. be who we naturally are. We can't wear our hair where like the hat grows out of our natural goddamn head. Mm-hmm. Like so, yeah. There's going to be people who have blonde hair and blue eyes because that's what y'all want us to look like in the first place. Mm. Y'all want us to look like y'all because apparently we are too much for y'all. Y'all can't look like us, which y'all are trying to, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it goes it goes deeper than that, and it I goes, just you know, I just I don't understand why all the hate it's like mind your business like let let people wear what they want to wear you know i i'll before we go on before we go she she has something else i think but but i at my conference today at school i saw the it was a hundred at least a hundred plus black black people from all man they had locks they had braids like mm, it was it, it was so different from when i came to school um when i came to school girls had perms you know um you know they no most girls had perms um and we all had taper fades you know ball fades like and so to see these young black people express themselves through their hair and their 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 own personal styles i was blown away i i there were there were more locks in that place than i've ever seen of on black people like it's like this wave of black people, I was just like, I can't stop looking at y'all. Like, y'all are beautiful. I feel like Beyonce, it was so much damn swag from the hairstyles. Um, but anyway, um, love, love, love the black that you that you exhibit. Like, if, if the black that you exhibit is bright blonde hair, that's your fucking style. Like, stop wearing, like, we got, we really got, I, I worry too much about what, what black people think about me. Like, I'm about to have a, a fraternity reunion in a couple of weeks, and my, my, my hair down my back. And I know people gonna have some. Well, no, they know better. So <laughs> I, I believe that if a few years ago they might have had something to say, but you're not paying my bills, you're not paying my telephone bills, you don't pay my automobiles. automobiles so, bitch, you need to just chill. Yeah, my God <laughs> In the words, <laughs> I think Candy and and, and uh, Tiny may have wrote written that. I'm not sure. Good but job, Candy. Anyway, but if they didn't, Beyonce sang it. So whatever. <laughs> yeah, Beyonce, uh, Kelly, Latavia, and Latoya. So yes. Yes, shout out to them. 
Okay. What um, else did she say? Anything else? Oh, uh, she was just talking about we, you know, should create a couple of dope twenty second giggles or something for the child, please, and ooh, child, you know, just something, you we, know, like how you did for Josh. We know. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, <laughs> we, we, yeah, we definitely need to do that. We can. We we we, we, we will. Thank, thank you for the idea. Now. Like ideas make us great. So thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, so we have another letter from um, our good friend Kevin, my good friend Kevin. Kevin. Yes. <laughs> So he says, yo, what's up, fellas? I appreciate the shout out. So now I'll make sure to send an email every couple of episodes. All right. I had to shake back from the ghost stories Josh told us the other day because I told you we had met up and I was telling in detail about some stuff. He was like, I will jump you all night and the next day. (laughs) Uh, Musa, I'm so sorry you had to go through that concerning your family's acceptance of your marriage. And it takes courage to take your life back the way you're doing it through this platform. Salute. On a brighter note, I'm with you on liking movies with Loretta Devine, and I'm going to ignore Josh liking the color purple that damn much. (laughs) Also, that New Jersey story was wild as fuck, and I regret asking for a band story now. (laughs) Don't regret it. (laughs) He didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, because he didn't say nothing until he woke up. Mm -hmm. Josh, I found found out that the bastard at work is no longer employed. (laughs) I'll have to tell you about that. Please tell me about that later. So I know you finna have a better finna have better days at work. God is good. <laughs> so stupid. Go yes, yes. <laughs> Lastly, please have a black tea option when y'all decide to get shirts and I'll take a few for myself and my sisters. Y'all be cool. Stay black. Peace. Uh thank you so thank much. Thank you, good friend Kevin. Yeah, thank you, Kevin. Listen, if if, if this school stop playing with my money and the things that I'm supposed to be getting, um, <laughs> we finna get some more some merchandise because I'm it don't take a lot. It's, it's just, it does not cost a lot of money to get t shirts made. I just want to make sure there's quality t shirts. Um, so um, I have some ideas coming down the pike, but when I take when I take um, we're taking a fall break. I'm gonna get some time to to create. Mm. Um, we so our school is three. our school has given us a, a fall break, which is so strange. Um, so it'll give me some time to like decompress and get on Photoshop. Um, uh, we, we coming, we coming. Um, what else? I'm gonna let you leave <laughs> this last one from your friend, Sheikah. Sheikah, this is from Sheikah. She, she's upset with us. <laughs> Disclaimer this email is all over the place. Yes, I have rated the podcast. No, I didn't give y'all one star. Whoever did is a hater. They are. God damn it. Fuck them hoes. She said, Josh, Sheikah? Okay, fair enough. Okay, so I'm going to have to start typing while I listen because by the time I get to the end of the and, and get ready to type, I have no idea what I wanted to say. I have children. I have no memory. Josh, is work trash? You yes. can't stand them people, huh? Josh, who do you like? Wait on the boat. With who? Who did that? Who did what? With who? These are questions I also have, Sheikah. There's the boo, huh? He on the boat. He was Musa. Mad. That post about a dear student who decided to go over your head. I. <laughs> she put the sweet potato emoji. <laughs> I am. I am unable. I don't know if I've said this lately, but appreciate y'all's relationships and my vulnerability side eye to Josh. Yes, Girl, go. yes, Sheikha. <laughs> uh, pure comedic moments, inside jokes, all of that. Black or African American? Lord, Sheikha, why would you do <laughs> yes, this? Yes, let's get into it. Black or African American? Do you prefer one over the other? Do you dislike either term? Y'all watch all the Queen's Men? I don't, just curious. I cannot watch P Valley. Can we talk <laughs> about herbs? Y'all have any smoky or edible stories? 
Okay, time for sleep. Talk to you soon. Sheikah or she it's yes, it's Sheikah. Sheikah is S H E E K A. Maybe put an H on the end of that. So first of all, let me tell you, let me just say really quickly, um she's always been she's always been dope. Like like we we inter- we interacted enough um in, in high school. I think we could have interacted interacted a lot more. I say enough, but like I say enough to say that I knew her. I kn- I know her. You know, um uh she she cool as shit. Always has been. <sighs> Black or African American? We'll let you go first. Okay. <clears throat> um I on this path I recognize that everybody has an opinion about something. And saying that, so it's funny that, it's crazy that she mentioned that because I was talking about blacks and browns. I, let me start by saying, I don't, mm, it gives me pause when a Hispanic person or Latinx person says, calls themselves brown. Um, or when, and, and, and when um, a person of, Indian descent calls themselves brown like it doesn't make me mad it gives me pause um but oh sorry sorry about that I slammed I, that's how angry I am um but I understand um I understand when when but I do understand when when people of Indian descent you know or Desi people when they call themselves brown because I can like there are some there are some so people are darker, darker than me than but the color of my skin my skin is the color of a candy bar candy bars are brown and chocolate ray. so <laughs> chocolate that's hey, that my shit you, you know how he's old he is he, he looks old oh well okay but um <laughs> my skin is brown my skin I was is brown just yes, of it. yes 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 Thank you. <laughs> <All it is. laughs> Thank you, sir. i'm about to go watch that I, that oh jesus what did they call me they, yes Woo! So. Okay, okay, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. So, okay, uh, my skin is the color of that three musketeers you're about to shovel down your trunk. Um, so I, I like black. Um, I am black. And blackness, black like the night. I'm about to give you a poem. Black. <laughs> um, so we, we talked earlier about how, how the word woke has been co-opted has been stolen and made something disgusting made into something disgusting but blackness was something that was disgusting that's been made into something beautiful so first of all let me say a, a fuck you to to people who are who are who are or are who just think so much of the word blackness as negative as negativity, but I have given myself the power to, to reclaim that word and say that it's positive. Amen. And you can't tell me a motherfucking thing about myself. So I say that I'm black. Amen. I also believe that I am African American. I believe that I'm a, I'm, I am a, an American of African descent because that's true. Miss Mamas. I'm not talking to you. She, cause you my girl. I'm talking about <laughs> the people like, cause, because there are, there are black people who are who are thrown off by the by the word black and there are black people who are thrown off by the by the term african american but i'm going to be who i want to be depending on the day but i'm going to always be both and and i there is there's not a motherfucking thing that anyone can say to me about mm-hmm. that i i i claim i claim blackness because blackness is not it's not darkness to me yes i am dark um but it's it and not but and 
blackness is my culture. Blackness is 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 listening to 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 R and B music that nobody understands. Blackness is cookouts. Like blackness is is going by Big Mama House. Like yeah. blackness is 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 hell having a good time watching P Valley with your good girls. You know, like like blackness is 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 loving our favorite HBCU dance teams, even though you know yes. you know even though the the, the coordinator is trash. Um, <laughs> blackness is the is an experience. It's something to be experienced. Like like. It's like my like you, you blackness rolls off the tongue. African Americanness is is no. I'm I am an African American. I am also black. I will be both, and and I will, I will never ever let someone. There have been black people who've told me, you no know, black. Even Kendrick Lamar said, I'm not black no more. That's a color. Girl, fuck out of here. Shout out to Kendrick Lamar. Love him to death. But <laughs> but but you don't speak for me. Hebrew Israelites do not speak for me. I am mm, black. And and there were there was a time in my life where I didn't want to be black. I was a kid and I was experiencing so much like a lot of bullying. I was in the eighth grade. I mean, no, I was in the I'm sorry, I was eight in the fourth grade. But also I'm only my blackness and, and my blackness as a queer man. A queer person. I am a black queer person. And it means it mean child, y'all don't like y'all don't understand like like blackness smells like luster's pink like Shut blackness yeah, smell, it's black magic blackness smell like black magic black blackness smells mm-hmm. like like it yeah. smells like so it's a it's a feeling it's a it's a it's also responsibility like it's it's like there's so much to being black that I refuse to let anybody tell me that 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 I can't call myself that, and I'm gonna start correcting people. And the next time somebody say you're not black, you're African American, or you're or you're this, like, if you don't get the fuck out of my face, like, you don't know what my ancestors were doing. You don't know what like it's so many people that want to say this is this and that is that, and I'm I don't know why I'm so fired up and so mad about it, but I just up in arms. I am. I'm up in arms because I I, I like there there's so. There's so much to be said about being black. And when I say there's so much to be said about being black, there's so many negative things people love to to attribute to blackness. And that's coming from black and other people. Like when that when that that raggedy ass rapper shifty eyed blue <laughs> said that <Slither>. that <laughs> Swiffer Blue <laughs> said that he don't work with no blacks. That the, the way he said it, people love to make the word when you look when you listen to the word black coming out of certain people's mouth, it sounds disgusting. But I refuse to let anybody right. take my take take who I am and make it sound nasty because black is bomb. Right. Black is beautiful. And a, and a lot of times people don't like black because they can't be black. And like so, <laughs> and a lot of times, black people don't like black because they 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 want to deny their own experiences because they think it comes from a place of pain. Sure, sure, it it comes from a place of pain, but it also comes comes from a place of power and a place of peace. And people think that being black means that that somehow you're you're anti-white. Tina Knowles said that. No, it just yeah. means I'm proud of who I am. <laughs> I I can't like, I cannot tell y'all. That I'm 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 wrapped up in being black because that's 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 just what the fuck it's gonna be. So, um, that's good to me. I I I'm I ooh, I just <laughs> the offer play. I just I I love it. Like I I love I love what what I who I was created to be. And I you know I'm gonna tell you why I love it. I love it because the for for a few reasons, but because so many people don't understand it. 
and they think they know what it is and they, and they try to take it but but black is resilient Indeed. like 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 black cannot be stolen and i think that even 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 people who think they're so pro african american even their minds are programmed to believe that black is like Kendrick Lamar like i'm not black no more black is only a color black is more than a color but it's a color it's only a color when you say it's only a color when you give power to 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 colonizers who believe that we need to go stop start calling ourselves you have never heard you have never heard a white person say I'm I'm not white. Right. You've you've never heard like they they say that you know well, we got to stop calling each other by the color of our skin, but they've never been been ashamed to be white. So why the fuck should I be ashamed to be black? Anyway, child, that's <laughs> I'm a bit quick and concise with my but yeah. In response to what you said, there is, I, there was somebody in my job who said because like he always talk shit, and so we be having racial undertones sometimes mm-hmm. even though he white and i'm like shut up white boy he's like i'm not white i am irish i said bitch what you still white child when i look at you and you look at me who white <laughs> <laughs> bitch but uh i prefer i don't care you know i you can go call me either one i don't care but if you're gonna call me black and especially if you type in it it needs to be a capital b mm-hmm. first and foremost big b child and i'm actually i'm gonna leave that right there because you said everything i just need a collection plate <laughs> when can i come back to your church <laughs> child we don't have lights on in my church we, we be getting that shit. Sure, it's okay um wait 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 okay what else did she she asked some other things okay i haven't watched it can we talk about her oh you can go if you want <laughs> I'm not gonna slut shame, but um. So wait, how, what you mean? What you mean, smoke stories? What you trying? We are, we are good Christian men. <laughs> we don't smoke no. So, <laughs> I don't want to tell any bad stories, but I I will tell. Uh, nah. All right, all right. I had just broken up with my ex. Um. But he was allowing me to stay at his apartment so I could go to the on the run uh, tour with this with my new boo. So, oh. yeah, it's, it's, it's a whole mess. But my new boo, I couldn't stay at his house because he still lived with his parents at the time. So 2014, I'm out in uh, Arlington. Um, the the concert was at the Dallas Cowboys Stadium and. Um, my ex was going too. We just weren't going together. It was it's strange, strange thing, strange thing. Do so, I know this story? I don't know. Maybe you. I think you do. Um, so um, uh, I'm gonna call the new boo Benny. Benny. Benny was like, "Hey, do you want to come back to my friend's house and we just gonna hang out and chill and maybe you know have a little drink?" And I didn't really drink like that at the time, um, but um, they had some brownies, and. He had him cut up and he said, hey, eat half of this brownie. No more. No, eat a quarter of the brownie. No more. And I was like, you know, I mean, why eat a quarter? Like, first of all, like I'm a a big bitch dot org. So I want the whole brownie. He was like, you should not eat the whole brownie. You should eat a quarter of the brownie. I'm going to I'm going to have the whole brownie because I'm sure it's not going to do anything to me. I'm I'm a big dude. And so I ate the whole brownie. And he ate like a quarter of the brownie. He's small. He's, you know, petite. Mm. And so um, 30 minutes go by and I was like, 
Uh, he said, he said, well, it might not work because the, you know, the, the herbs were kind of old. And so I was like, yeah, this shit ain't, it ain't doing, it ain't doing what it's supposed to do for me. And so, um, we're, we're driving and, um, I remember there was a, there was a white, like a hatchback car in front of us. And I looked at him and I said, why is there a fucking shoe with wheels on it? No, I don't know the story. (laughs) He was like, what'd you say? And I remember this. I said, there's a shoe in front of us. A, it's a white Converse with, with 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 wheels on it, and it's driving away right now. Sure. And so he said, "That's you know, Musa. That's not that's not a shoe. That's a car." And so I said, "Well, I think it's a shoe." Mm. And next thing I know, we're sitting in my ex's park apartment parking lot. I said, "How the hell did we get here?" And he said, "I drove you." He said, "You're high right now." I said, "No." <laughs> Still no, I, no, I could never get high. I said, but how did I get here? And he said, you should go upstairs. And so I went upstairs. I had a key to my ex's apartment, and I um, they were they were still at the concert. They were well, they they were still out, and they came back. So before they came back, I called Abel, and I was underneath this glass table, and I was I had I was FaceTiming him um, for my iPad. And I said, Wait, so you were underneath the table? I was underneath the table. <laughs> Just, you know, I was trying to, listen, I was trying to hide under a glass table. It was completely transparent. Okay. And I said, I called him, I said, Abel, I'm hiding under the table. Um, I'm about to die. <laughs> he said, what? I said, my whole left side, I'm about to die. I said, I'm, I love you. I'm going to have a heart attack and I'm about to die. And I was like, Abel, I don't want to die. I don't want to die like this. And he was like, you're not going to die. I was like, yes, yes, I am. I am. I, I sweet potato. Yeah. Um, and uh, he was like, just, just calm down. You're fine. And I was like, Abel, I'm doing dance moves. And I don't know why. <laughs> I was doing dance moves. Ooh, so I was like telling Abel, I didn't want to want to die. And that I loved him. And I, you know, and you know, please. Did you call me until you love me? Fuck you. Child. We had we might have had a little break at that point in time. Who knows, child? <laughs> um, but but um, I was so I was in the living room, and I was standing up in the living room with my hands like this. <laughs> and so, so y'all can't see my hands up, but like my hands. YMCA. So my arms are my arms are extended into the air like a Y, but my palms are 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 looking like I'm receiving an offering from God or Charlie Murphy, whoever it was. And so, so my ex. And our fraternity brother walk in the apartment. My arms are extended to the sky. (laughs) And he was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, I am giving thanks. (laughs) He said, are you you okay? I said, won't you? Won't you? Won't you come with me? And so his homeboy was like, our friend was like, he's like, he's like, you high? And I said, oh, I don't get high. I said, won't you give, won't you give, and then I was talking, I said, so how was the concert for you? Did you enjoy her? Did you enjoy Beyonce? Wasn't she what we needed in our lives? And I, my hands are still up here. And so then I got down into a different pose. So the pose I got down, my legs, so my legs were spread apart and they were, they were my, my knees were bent at 45 degree angles and I had my hands on my thighs and I, and I said, did you enjoy the con- and I was and I was shaking my shoulders. And then I sat down. I got up and I said, "That was weird, wasn't it?" And I got down and I, I I got up and I sat on the couch and I crossed my legs. 
and I said, tell me about your experience. And they, and they were weirded out because, because I didn't look high. That's what edible edibles don't, you don't really look high. You just act strange. And so, um, when, when our frat brother left, I said, I looked, I turned, I turned to my ex and I said, I think it's time that I retired to the bedroom. And so I went and got in the bed and I said, won't you come? And he said, yeah, I, I'm going to come. And so I get in the bed and I was like, I said, I need to, I need to, I got to get out of this. Like I knew I was, I was tripping. And so went to sleep, woke up the next morning, still high. <laughs> I, was, I was still, I said, no, he had already, he had, he, he left for church. He left for church. And because uh, he had asked me if I wanted to go with him, and I was like, I'm not going to anyone's <laughs> church. And so my 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 buddy Benny Benny picked me up for lunch, and Benny picked me up, and I walked down the stairs like how a two year old walk, like like two feet on the steps. And he said, "What's wrong?" I said, "I'm still high, Benny." <laughs> we went to Razoo's. I remember because um, he got the chicken chapatulas. And Why do you remember I, I I never I I didn't forget it. And so after we ate, we went and looked at the at we went and looked at the ducks, and the ducks were huge, and I said they're coming towards us. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to, I hope nobody gets mad at me saying this. I started throwing rocks at the ducks. <laughs> I'm calling because they were coming towards us. And he was like, Musa, stop throwing rocks at the ducks. I was like, I don't want them to attack us. I don't want them to attack. He said. We need to get something like so he took me took me to this I think it was some Denny's or something like that and I got like a, a coffee or something like and it helped a little bit but I was high for like forty eight hours so <sighs> <laughs> needless to say I've had some not so good experiences with edibles. I've had I've had one good experience with edibles. But I but yeah, no, mm. no. Edibles don't do what weed does. Like when I, mm, when she's on my shoulder, oh 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 oh, when she, when she's on my shoulder, it's different because I, I she might be on my shoulder, but I'm I'm aware and I'm I have all of my faculties. I I have my wits about me when she's on my shoulder, because um, when she's on my shoulder, she could be braided, you know. <laughs> She could be to the car, but um, mm. there's a difference when she's on my shoulder when from when I'm eating an edible. So I keeps away from them things. Mm. <laughs> Thank you for that yes. story. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was great because uh, I don't think I've ever heard that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't really have any stories. Yes, I partake. Call my job. I don't care. <clears throat> um, they don't do drug tests for weed anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, y'all don't have any stories. I eat edibles every now and then. I smoke a little something, something. <laughs> uh, usually, the crazy thing is, usually when I smoke weed, it's because I don't, I don't buy the weed. People be giving me weed, and it, you know, and I just be having it. And then I'm not the type of person, like, if somebody gives me like a gram of weed, that will last me a whole month. That shows Talk you, about it. That shows you how much I smoke. Like, Talk about I will it. put. A piece of it, break mm-hmm. it off and put it in my little pipe, and be once I get high, I stop. And see, that's the thing I don't understand about Absolutely. smoking. Cause like y'all be high and then keep smoking and smoking and smoking Mm-mm. and smoking. Once I get high, I stop. It's it's over. <laughs> like and I enjoy the feeling. Too. 
Because if I smoke too much, because like when Brendan was alive, when I'm, I, I'm the one that got him to start smoking weed. <laughs> we were smoking all day, every day. I was like, I've never smoked this much in my life. Like I, yeah. I, I turned him into like a Couldn't smoker. Do it. Couldn't do it. Like we, as soon as I get to his house after I got out of work, we was smoking all day. But there's times when I get high, like I will be high like all like to the next day, and I don't understand it. <laughs> like what kind of strain is this? And then I'll be at work for like the first eight hours, no, first four hours mm-hmm. of my shift. It'll feel like sixteen hours that went by. It's the slowest day <laughs> of my life, and I don't like it. No, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I mean, yes, I smoke. That's that's. I it. heard about I heard about a drug that I will never do. Um, it's called DMT, and I've heard some crazy stories. I heard one person. So let me tell you, stuff like stuff like psychedelics, girl, miss me with that. Yeah, I, 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 I I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> drug shame y'all if that's a, if that's a thing. But but psychedelics, no, ma'am. Um, I, I heard a story this guy told of him doing a drug called DMT, and he. It, it was a trip that he said he said i don't know how true this is but he said the trip only lasted about seven minutes but in his mind he experienced 20 years of life oh bitch no let me tell you something. 20 years <laughs> like let me tell you how would i i, I c- 20 years could you imagine the, like Honestly, like even thinking about it makes does something to me psychologically. Like, could you imagine? No, so knowing, so I, I didn't, I didn't ask him if he knew, but knowing that you're high for twenty years in 20 your mind, years. like that, that don't make no sense. And like then coming back and it's only seven minutes, that would have fucked me listen, all the way up. Put me in the hospital, listen. bitch, because that don't make sense. Y'all would have to lay me down <laughs> because it. So like, I, I don't. I remember, I remember one time. This was like seven years ago. Um, I met this guy named Tyler. Uh, he he lives in my mom's apartment complex, and Tyler asked me if I wanted to do uh, a gravity bong with him. And I was like, you know, let's get you know white boy high. It's so it's it's this thing that had had, it had water in it, um, and then there was a smaller container that had the weed and the um, and it had foil over it. And child, I don't know how that shit work, but whatever. I, I've, I've, I, I can't explain it. Some of y'all can probably explain it. But anyway, when I tell you that I was higher than Saturn, <laughs> I was so high. And, and I think that it had there was more than weed in it. There was there's more than weed in it. The reason why I say that is because I got really high and um, I liked Tyler. I liked him a lot. Um, Tyler was probably the that's a. That's a that's a conversation. That's another podcast episode. Um, but he, the reason why I knew there was something there was something more in that than just weed. Um, he had a wallet in his back pocket. He dropped the wallet, and when he dropped the wallet, a yellow jacket girl no, uh, no. came out of the wallet. No, and he took the he grabbed the yellow jacket by the wings and he tried to sting me with it. Bitch, what the fuck? And so um, I said, "Why would you try to hurt me?" And he he touched my leg and he said, "I would never try to hurt you." And so the next day I came up to his house and I said, you tried to sting me with a yellow jacket. He said, what? I said, a yellow jacket fell out of your wallet and you picked it up to sting me with it. He said, 
I would never do that to you. What are you talking about? Now I don't know if he was gaslighting me, but 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 I I just I swear I saw Yellow Jacket like follow his wallet and he picked it up and, and tried to sting you with it. But that's why I say like because weed doesn't do that. Weed no. doesn't make you think like that. Don't do that. That's how, that's how I know there was something. And so I was talking to a friend of mine, and my friend said, "Man, I'm sorry to, to say this to you, but that weed had something in it. Angel dust. He, he said it was probably angel dust. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, those are my those are my strange experiences. I'm glad you asked. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, you'll know when she's on our shoulder. Sure. Um, did is there another letter or that no, was it? It was just those three, and I do thank y'all for those three uh, letters. Thank y'all so much for those three letters. You know what? If if you yourself are listening to this podcast and you're saying, you know what, golly gee, I want to send a letter to Musa and Josh. You can send those letters to childpodcast at gmail dot com. That's child with. Four eyes. That sure is. Please tell your friends to listen to our podcast to tune in. Please like, share, and tell we we be we be cussing, and you can pay us money, um, and we'll cuss yeah. even more robust. Child, if you need to cuss someone out, I can definitely <laughs> so, do that for you. Last but not least, this this episode is two hours long. We gonna move into the last segment of our podcast, which is child, please. So, do you have a child, please? I do, but you got multiple ones. I just, I'm, I'm just gonna do one and a half. Okay, um, mine's gonna be short and concise. Um, I've been trying to introduce people to our podcast, <clears throat> and a lot of these people respond back and they say, "Oh, well, you know, I would love to be on your podcast," and these just be regular ass people. No shade to anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My issue is that if you want to be on our podcast, we are looking for guests who are going to add something to what we are already doing. We're not looking for extra commentators, spectators, or haterators. Uh, <laughs> 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 I don't know where that came from. Mm, but come on, uh, haterators. <laughs> haterators. Um, like we want people who have like something to add, like, if you have a business that you are trying to promote that is, like, catering to black and or queer people, um, or, you know, just anything that's uplifting the community, if you are a therapist and you want to give us and help other people for tips on how to get through life, shit like that, shit that is productive, mm-hmm. you know, something good. We are not just looking for people to have on just to come and talk, because I think we do a pretty good job of that ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you do want to collab with us, you know, please hit us up on our various, you know, social medias and emails and things of that nature. But I just, I'm, I'm tired of people wanting to be on the podcast and they just, they don't have anything for us. Uh-uh. Oh, thank you. All right. Next. <laughs> so, okay. I want to say this to the infamous stand group known as the barbs let me say something i there is a glitch in the fucking matrix where people truly believe that their online bullying is means that means their devotion to their faves also i cannot believe the power that some faceless, spineless people have 
that fo- that that they'll they'll run people off of the internet. I have seen some of the most depressing, delusional tweets from Barb's. And I'm not going to say their fave's name because the thing that they like to do is they like to say, well, no, fuck that. But they like to say, well, yeah, her name in your mouth, so it's obviously working. And it's like, you know what? I don't know where between Rue 21 wow. and, <laughs> and, 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 um, and Zara, BCBG. I don't know where y'all got your courage to to feel like you need to come at every single person who has a comment and don't even say that lady's name. Y'all came at Missy fucking Elliot, a legend, a, a, a legend beef, a legend eons, miles before your fave was a twinkle in any of y'all's eye. She was a, le- is a legend. M- Missy Elliot is the the creative genius that some of y'all wish y'all could be while y'all clickety clackety bangity banging wow. on your on your phones at your mama house or using McDonald's Wi Fi. Wow. That's th- like that's something that I I I don't I don't understand it. Missy Elliott posted a tweet. She tweeted something to the effect of, "What's you know is is a what's the difference between a classic, a classic and, a, and a hit song." Mm-hmm. And and they they thought because because thinking must be it it must you know it must be hard to do but they were they thought that she was taking shots at Nicki Minaj. People people don't think about that lady like that. The only people that think about that lady is y'all. Y'all are the only ones that think about that. Now I will never sit up here and say that that lady is not talented. Like she, she has the the work speaks for itself. She's done all that she needs to do to prove her talent. Now staying there is a different thing, but she 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 has sustained and maintained her place in hip hop royalty, whatever have you. I, I don't. I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ever sit here and say I ain't bopped along to a Nicki Minaj song. I haven't. I I well Josh hasn't. I surely have. I'm not gonna ever deny her 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 prowess on Monster. I'm not gonna ever deny her prowess on Hello Good Morning. I I I I, I do listen to some of her music. Well, her older music, you know. Um, that's another conversation for another day. But I don't. I just don't like the fact that these people think that 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 they're thumb thugging is making a difference or making a change or like it, it's it's I. I've heard people say bad things about that lady and I, I, I don't have anything bad to say about her, how I feel about her music or her recent song. That's how I feel about it. And it doesn't mean that I don't like her. I, I, I think that she's talented, but just because somebody put something out, if she, she could put out an album where she's pouring water into a glass dish Ooh. With a with a micro with a gain high, the treble high, and it could be reverbed out, and she could just say nigga 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 nigga. She, she like she could she could say anything she want, and and they would be like, oh my god, a classic, a bop, timeless, untouchable queen of rap. She could literally do anything. She could wipe her behind on a microphone, and put it out and say this is my new song, and they would eat it up, like groceries. 
<laughs> and it's, but I'm not. She's. I know she's not that rudimentary. I know that she would never do something like that. I'm just saying that it's, it does not matter what she puts out. But y'all, but it's more than y'all coming for Missy Elliott, Missy Misdemeanor Elliott, yes. Missy. I can't stand the rain, Elliott. Missy, ooh, I, sock it to me like you want to, ooh, yeah. Elliot. Missy, break me off. Show me what you got, because I don't want no one-minute man, Elliot. Missy, she's a bitch, Elliot. How are y'all going to, like, you? a lot of y'all wasn't born. That's the issue. That is the issue because it's this Gen Z people. And they ain't got a praying grandma to say like, no <laughs> It just drives me insane. It, it, it drives me insane that people think that they can get on Twitter. Like, and, and I, Missy, you know, probably was like, I don't want no problem with the bars. But my thing is like, I just, I don't like violence, but it's like, you're not going to ever catch me in these streets. So, so why are you tweeting? But they say things like that. They 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 call people. They dox people. And it's like, I imagine in your life, there is something to shoot for. There is a goal to be met. Bitch, there is a stair to climb. Mm-hmm. There is a there is a gold star to reach. Like there is a cloud to you wish on something. There is something, there is a job to be met, there is a bill to be paid. These people spend so much of their time talking about people who are talking about Nicki Minaj. And it's like, like, like what? Everything that woman does is not going to be favored by everybody. And the way that y'all have opinions, people have opinions too. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that the beehive ain't been, ain't been bad, but the beehive ain't like that. It's not. It's not like that. Like, I, I understand people's criticisms of worshiping celebrities i i don't i don't worship beyonce just because she's beyonce i i I don't worship her at all i i applaud talent and range (laughs) growth um culture yeah and and that that's that's why i like beyonce that's why that's why i love her but but if it's a song that i don't fuck with i don't fuck with it like like and and people gonna it's it's just crazy because i think that these stands think that they're an extension of Nicki Minaj and they 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 wait for her to tweet them. But but what's what's worse is that she doesn't do she doesn't do or say anything to say, all right, y'all, that's that's fucking Missy Elliott. Like I, I understand there's probably there's been there's been like subtle shades, subtle shade thrown, slugs thrown between um her and other rappers, female rappers, but that, I don't give a shit about that. I just think that I I I, I probably said too much, but what I'm saying is they come for everybody and they don't have they, they lack respect because they don't know anything like if they if they if they knew shit they would realize that Missy Elliott is an icon, icon. like she's she like she's an icon like like period she's not an icon Nicki Minaj is, is an is an icon I, I'm not going I'm not I'm not going to take away the fact that this woman like has she changed the face of of rap music for for in terms of like you know female hip hop or you know she changed the face of rap music with all the pink and shit. But let's be very clear that that it's an it was an addendum because Little Kim started that shit. So that's 
That's all right because you're gonna make them mad, I, you know. But they don't, this, this, this the thing about it is like it's the truth, though. It's just and, the and truth. They don't understand that child before Nicki Minaj, they call like, like these, child. like, and also another thing that I hate, I hate when non, I hate when non black barbs try to come for Lil Kim or try to come for, for one of these black women. It's like you don't get to say shit. your mouth shut and i'm not coming for Nicki minaj i've already I, i've already said i love Nicki minaj now did she did she stem from lil kim she did yeah. like <laughs> she didn't all of a sudden pop up and have these these grand ideas it had to start somewhere like like yeah please it's but the thing is, if you immediate if you immediately get mad, it means you lack critical thinking skills and you lack the and you you lack comprehension skills. Like it's when someone is making a critique or someone is having a conversation or someone is saying like, yeah, I don't really rock with that artist. For you to get mad and and talk about somebody's mama or or call him a dog, it's like you you're 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 so in your own head and up somebody else's butt. That you don't understand, like child, Miss Mama ain't checking for y'all, like, and and the thing that you talking about somebody, but you could you could never be an one sixteenth as talented uh, uh, as 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 Missy Elliott, never. A lot of these people, <laughs> like I said, they tweeting they tweeting from from Mickey D's child with their phone plugged in because they, they they gotta have power because you know they, <laughs> they, 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 I ain't so trying to be. What's really bad is these people like. You could be commenting about Nicki Minaj and don't even like be hitting her up from like a direct post. They would just be searching her name. They search her name and see anybody bad talking about it, and they mm-hmm. would go after you. Like, They'll go after you. Like, get a life. But that's the thing is that they they only exist on Twitter. I've heard people. I've heard stories of people like like trying to attack people in the streets. It's like, like that. If if that's where you are. I'm I'm so sorry, but but you will never go further than that. Well, you like you like at some point. At some point, you know, even Nicki Minaj is gonna stop doing the whole like Barbie pink thing. At some point, she will because she will she will have matured. She would have to grow. She would have to grow as an artist because at some like, <clears throat> yeah, this is not a critique of her at all. Like I, I, but I think that because she is a, because she is dynamic. I've, I've, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold y'all. Like I, I've listened to the woman's albums. I, I, I love what she has done. I love like. Like I, I love even on on feeling myself like she did like she her she changed her flow up like so many times I I would never take away from what that woman has done like do I have opinions on her new stuff absolutely I don't think it's important that I share them but I think that these barbs coming for 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 these these legends is and they coming for people they also coming for people who ain't never said shit to them they come for Beyonce either. like Beyonce gonna be Beyonce Beyonce was Beyonce but like I mean her and Nicki Minaj are the same age let's keep it all the way clear but. But Beyonce was doing Beyonce before before Homegirl even got off the stoop. Mm-hmm. Like while she was still in Jamaica Queens, like Beyonce was doing her own thing. Like that's just that. So like, sure she's risen to this fame, and like I said, Nicki Minaj is an icon. It's not her that I'm that I that I got beef with. It's these damn stands that that, that you can't say nothing to or nothing about. So, you know what? To y'all, child, please. Um, also. I also want to say, child, please, to all of you people who put rocks in your sink. Let me say something. When I was a freshman, I was invited to this gentleman's house. And um, he brought me over for some whining and some dining, some relaxing. Um, And um, I I said, I I need to use the restroom. 
So I went over to the restroom to, you know, to pee and to, after you pee, you, sh- you better goddamn wash your hands. Right. And so I went to wash my hands and inside in the sink, in the basin, if you will, were these fucking river rocks that you usually find in fish tanks. Sure. Um, in the river. In the river. <laughs> and um, I said to myself, hmm, uh, this is odd. I, I, you know, I, I had inspected a little bit further and I noticed like soap scum or like tooth toothpaste residue. Right. And I said to myself, I said, self, self, I said, bitch, I can't help you with this one. I said, self, <laughs> though, but self, self, please. We're, we're, we're in a pickle. Like, why would this man bring river rocks to the bathroom of an apartment that he's, that he's renting? I've seen, I've seen these you know, unusual sinks, you know, at, at, at restaurants or, or motels, hotels, excuse me, hotels, mm-hmm. um, that are like very, you know, um, have very sleek designs and they, they, they have pebbles and stuff like that. And in the water, I, I, I don't, I don't get it still, but, but, but when you go to a restaurant or a hotel, maybe a restaurant, you're washing your hands, you're not spitting toothpaste. <laughs> into into the the rocks and so mostly black men mostly black gay men do this wow they put yes they put rocks in their sink and let me tell you something listen to you young queer men listening to this podcast there might come a time where you are invited to come over to a, a gentleman's house and you know Max and relax, wine and dine, if you will. You might not wine or dine. Twisting your spine. Um, <laughs> it might be just <laughs> twisting your spine, yeah. Um, you might then say to yourself, "I need to go to the restroom to, you know, relieve myself and and wash my hands." If you go into that restroom and you see river rocks in that sink, you leave because he ain't <laughs> shit. He is a poser. He's fake. And he thinks that 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 those things in his sink make him a baller, and he is not. He is not a ball. He is not a baller, and the sex is going to be trash. So you you don't don't you dare, don't you dare, give him that. Don't you give him (laughs) any of that satisfaction. You don't give that to him because you you need to say you know what, this has been real fun, but those river rocks in your sink. Are the reason why I'm leaving. Uh-uh. The the fact that people so somebody tried to uh, yeah somebody tried to like like stick up people who put river rocks in a sink. Y'all people are brushing their teeth in that sink and the and letting the 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 toothpaste residue just splatter all over those river rocks. That is disgusting. I don't know why it, I don't know why I feel so petty, but I just can't stand when people put river rocks in their sink. I want to know who got river rocks. I feel like this is a, a personal attack, not on me cuz child, I don't do that. You know no, I did. I told you. I said he I met a gentleman when I was at A&M, you know. Oh, I thought this was something that happened recently. Oh, girl, like child wouldn't wouldn't caught me caught dead in it. I wish somebody would put some river rocks. I was I'll tell him. I'll tell him I said you need to get them fucking river rocks. As a matter, I did. I don't know where I was. This was a couple of years ago. I was at a family member's house and I was like, "Get them damn rocks out your sink. What you think this is?" So take those river rocks out of your sinks, and and I do something else with them. Like that's ridiculous. I can't stand. It's a few things that I can't stand about you know folks that try to make make the house look chic. It's not my house. It's not my business. I should mind my business. But I, what I'm saying is those river rocks are played to the left. So. Yeah. Just, in the 90s. Yeah, it's just it, it it don't make no sense. And somebody was like, 
Oh yeah, yeah. One of our friends was like, it, it keeps the hair from. I said, no, it does not. It keeps hair from doing what? First of Going all, down the drain. Let me tell you something. First of all, if you are a black man, a lot of times black men tend to have you know shorter hair, like. We never have a problem getting our hair clogged in in the sink, Ever. and it, and and there's there are other drains for that. There are other like hair catchers for that. You don't need some goddamn river rocks in your sink. You don't need them. So, anyway, I, I on that note, you know, um, I'm done. Uh, Juanita Bottom, shut the hell up. Uh, <laughs> that's all I have to say about right. that. Um, with her mullet, and um, wow, wow. no, nah, I'm just yeah, I'm, I'm I I I turned into. Moose of the monster uh, after that. But, Josh, do you have anything else to add before we adjourn? Uh, no, I think I am good. Um, yeah, uh, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm through. All right, y'all. Again, again, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please send those questions, comments, and concerns to childpodcast at gmail.com. That's child with wise. All right, y'all. Listen, be good to yourselves and be good to each other. Don't touch nobody because... Oh yeah, wash your hands, wash your hips, dips, and, and your slips. slips. So okay. If you can't get the monkey pox vaccine. So. Get the monkey pox. I'm trying to go get it because Josh went and got it. I'm trying to go. We'll see. Right. But let me tell you something. Me and mine stand at the house. Thank you. <laughs> All right, y'all. Bye. Bye. Two minutes and thirty-one seconds. Let me save this. What you mean two minutes and thirty-one? I mean two seconds. hours. 31 seconds.